All right, and welcome to the OK Roundtable. We're going to talk about how gay marriage and Muslims are the reason zombies exist. That is true. I guess that that is a uh, that is a concern. If there was a thesis in the movie, that was it. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> okay. So, we're, we're going to talk about Dawn of the Dead, 2004, directed by Zack Snyder. Praise be unto him and his verse. And the remake of Dawn of the Dead, uh, George Romero's Dawn of the Dead, which had like com- uh, commentary on uh, consumerism. Consumerism. You know? You're zombies. You go to the mob. Uh, Worth mentioning too. Written by James Gunn. You can you can see where the outline would be a James Gunn like thing, and then you can see where the Zack Snyder was like, let's punch that shit up. Yeah, you really can. Um, It was really fun to watch it. Uh, Ellen and I just got done watching it actually, so we're sitting there and we're like. You think that's a gun thing or a Snyder thing? I'm like, I'm like, well, I think the concept is a gun thing, but I think the presentation really is Snyder. There's a lens. There's a hundred percent lens. Okay, I, I have a particular scene in in mind to to mention that. Okay, so, uh, Mort and I have both just watched this film in preparation for this. Fought has not. And yeah, that might I, be the I, way we do it. That might be the way we do it. I, where two of us watch a thing, and then one person gets to, you know, <laughs> ask questions. That week. <laughs> I, I did not do my homework. Homework was not done, but I, I think it might work out, though. Because I have my notes that I took while watching this film. And, <laughs> wow. There were, there were some choices made. <laughs> is, is, it, is it like a product of its age? Yes. Uh, is it though? Yes. Certain like elements very much are. Okay. Uh, certain elements pretty much are. Early, uh, early 2000s, right? 2004. Yeah. yeah. So, like, again, a year after the Iraq war invasion. Like, right. That's, that's okay. the way that you have to kind of, you kind of have to look into it because of that one moment in the opening scene. So, right. so let, let's, since you haven't seen it, I'm going to give you a brief, brief rundown of just a pure overview, right? There's, there's a, a cold open that like starts off in the hospital, nurse getting off the shift, a small fake out. And then like, uh, 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 she goes home, like shit pops off. And then like, she ends up running away, crashes, crashes her car. And then like opening credits start. And so, in the very first moment, opening credits is Muslim prayer. That's like the first fucking image, like as credits start, is that completely out of context. It's not like it shows other groups of people. You know, it doesn't like show like a group of French people or or anything else. Like, no, it's just Muslims praying. Muslims mass. It's like, oh, surely, surely this visual alone will be enough to you know get people scared. So we'll just leave it as is. And then it goes into like showing footage of the military. Two thousand four. Right. Yeah. Yes. And so it's like you have uh, 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 footage of the military, 
And then, like, news of them talking about the virus. And then there's footage of riots. And, like, but again, for some reason, there was that moment where it showed the most. Okay, anyway. So then the movie starts proper. And then, like, you, you meet you meet a few people. They all go to the mall. And then, like, you know, things happen over the course of the movie. But, like, that's I, that's that's the way the movie starts. Okay. And the, the first, like, act of the movie, I think, is kind of brilliant as its own standalone piece. Okay, go. I, I just think it's really good storytelling. Like, it's good visual storytelling. Knowing that the audience is genre savvy, as you mentioned before, there's fake outs. Uh, she starts off in a hospital and you hear about somebody coming in in a bar fight, but then ending up in the ICU and you're like, oh, that's a zombie. And then she goes home. Like, okay, well, she's fine. And as she's going home, you see, like, somebody kind of laid out in the back of an ambulance. And you're like, oh, God. Are, are they a zombie? And no, they just pop up and get in the car and drive off. Like it, it keeps it keeps baiting you, knowing that you know it's a zombie movie that's going to pop off at any moment. It keeps giving you little hints towards it, and then going, no, 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 no we're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I really I, like. I, I think I think that, I think that that's you, you can say that's brilliant. I think that that like to me, I think it's a little it's 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 bordering it's border bordering on like you can see that's a James Gunn thing where it was. Let me wink at the audience without like full on looking at the camera and saying like, "Ha! You thought it was a zombie!" Right. Like, and it, it would be fine if if the rest of the movie had that same like tone with it, right. but you can feel Snyder's hand is just heavy. That is heavy hand on the director's chair. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel very much like James Gunn's brand of horror comedy, though, where it's mm-hmm. really poking at you. Yeah, it's uh, there. Cause, like, cause it's you know there. it's coming. So, uh, because just to give you reference, Fott, this is the least genre-savvy group of people you will ever see. They do not know that they are in a zombie movie. They do not know what a zombie is. Zombies do not exist in the canon of this world. Okay. Uh, so when a zombie just pops up and starts eating people, they don't go, oh, shoot it in the head, don't let it bite you. They they act as though they have never interacted with this concept at all. So uh. <laughs> so the the like, let's go over the cold open right. So it starts off with someone had a, someone had a hand bite. So they talk mm-hmm. about someone having a, a bite already. So you're like oh shit someone got beat. There's the EMT fake out and then like she goes home and then there's like a slight American Idol reference because you know gotta date yourself. They don't say it. They just say oh. That guy got voted off. Oh man, he was so good. Oh my god. So I mean, yeah. you can tell like ah, they're just like you. Like they're just like you, consumer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then- he, he's got a he's got a work truck, a, a white work truck. So you're like, okay, he he works, and she's a nurse, and she's she's just put out, man. Like you can tell from all the little dialogue. Like she's been working too long. She's been there too long. Her shift has ended a long time ago and she hasn't been able to go home. And she just like, we're getting very much the, the overworked every man, every woman concept. And she's like, Oh, I just swapped shifts so I can have a three day weekend at the end of the month. Like, Oh, relatable, relatable. Like, ah, yeah, these people are, Uh, she was bringing up a good point uh, that really bothered me in the movie. She gets home from her like twelve hour shift, twelve twenty four hour shift. Who fucking knows? And he's sitting uh, there like lying on the bed, drinking a beer, like just watching TV or whatever. And she takes his shoes off before crawling in bed. Which now, 
Which again, I hope to God what they were going for was an oh, there's you know a no shoes on the bed rule, and she's taking them off because he's a dummy and didn't remember, and that's terrible, but, but better than she comes home to serve him. Not she, by much. It's but. not. It's not even. It's not even just that. It's the fact that like I I know a number of nurses. Ooh. I don't know many nurses who go home. And immediately hop into the bed at all? No. It's I, I'm covered in other people's blood and spit, bodily right. fluids. But do, you, but do you know why they can't have her go home and immediately shower? Because the shower sex scene is after because this. Because they have the shower sex scene. It throws off the whole balance of the montage. So again, the, before the credits start. Like she shows, she, she again. She, you hear the hand bite. There's the fake out with the EMT. The American Idol reference. She takes off his shoes, gets in the bed. They start making out, and then they're fucking in the shower. And it's like, wow, how gratuitously quick that you need to throw it in there. And then they're mm-hmm. they're laying in bed, right? And uh, their daughter, their daughter shows up in the doorway. Not their daughter. It's the. It's they don't have a kid. It's the next door neighbor that shows up. As best okay. I understand it. Okay. I, yeah. I, weird, but okay. Yeah, so a little girl. Sure there's a, there's a little girl. Okay. Little girl yeah. neighbor child shows up in the doorway in shadow, and they're like, "What's wrong? What? What are you? What you doing here?" And then, um, the husband goes to, like, check on the kid. The kid then steps into the light, is missing like part of their lower lower lip. And then go and like bites it's the husband in the neck. It's a zombie. And, and again, j- just to just to clarify, uh, she she is very clearly visibly like messed up, and he gets up out of bed and rushes over to her, grabs her, and gets down in her face, and is like, "Are you okay? And then, What's going on?" And then turns his head around, like, "Are, are you okay? <laughs> Do you need anything? Like, honey, could you could you call nine one one?" Like begging for it. This person does not know he is in a zombie movie at and, all. And, and here is and here is the the one thing where because again movies have rules. Like when you when you have a suspension of disbelief, you have you have a set of rules that you got to follow. That you can set, set up. up you set up your no. You set up your own rules. These the zombies can run fast. These aren't the same slow moving zombies. So like okay, you have that. But then there's also things that. like. Yeah, so zombies can run. Boom, up there. We'll come back to that. Uh, then there's the speed, and this is what is this establishes the speed. So the the little the little zombie girl bites the dude in the neck, Ooh. and then he's like ah, and then like they throw the girl like down the hall. We'll close the door, Ooh. and then he's like bleeding blah, and then. She's like trying to like stop the bleeding. She's like, get, like, like ah. and then not e- no not even five minutes. It's clearly within like a minute to five minutes. Oh yeah, she she doesn't even have time to like have a full conversation on the phone with the nine one one operator. And then he's turned, and then he attacks her, and then she ends up in the bathroom, and um, it's like oh fuck. Oh. And That's then pretty she, quick. And then she has no idea how to op- unlock the window. She's just going, eh. She's just pawing at it, even though there's a lock right there, clearly in frame. And she's pawing. <laughs> and then oh, it got quiet again, and she's like, she calls out her husband's name. She's like, dearie, are you okay? And then, like, he headbutts his way through the door. 
Johnny. <laughs> it's Johnny. And she's like, ah! And then she realizes, oh yeah, I gotta unlock it. She gets out. That's when she gets in her car and drives off. And then it's just kind of like, you know, small little montages of her like seeing the neighborhood. And the world has already gone to shit. There's explosions. Okay. There's fire. We, we gotta Wait, go back for one I, thing, I though. think I remember seeing that. Somewhere. I'm sure you did. But, yeah, but we gotta like, go back a little bit. Uh, because despite her making some very genre dumb moves, she does grab the keys. She looks at the nightstand, realizes her keys are there, and goes back to grab them quickly before diving headfirst into a bathtub. Uh, which is not the smartest thing to do. But grabbing your keys is super smart. And that's actually a setup for a later payoff. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's not just it's not just character establishing that she's, you know, savvy. Uh, but but it, she but knows keys. She she knows to remember the things you need before you bail out of a situation. That that's not the best, or it's not the worst thing to have in that situation. Like it's not the easiest thing to explain as a, like a a talent. But like knowing, oh god, I need to grab my keys before I run out the door. As my husband has just popped up as a zombie, like that that's that's character establishing in my mind. And okay. again, it's it, set it's, up it's, for a later payoff yeah, it, too. It, it, it tells you, okay, she. She knows that she needs to take something with her. Right. And then in the, like at the end of the second act as the third act's kind of grinding up, I guess, really um, like she, she has to go back for keys later because they're heading towards a MacGuffin and the MacGuffin requires keys. And the only person who has the keys dies as a zombie. So uh, again, well, it's we'll, we'll get setup. to that fucking moment. Okay. I know. I'm just we'll, saying that like, fucking moment was just like, like what the fuck? So okay, so whatever she yeah. she she leaves, and then like she's like slowly driving around. She people are fucking running around, being bitten and attacked, and she's just like cruising down the neighborhood, and then like she she stops, and then once again she stops in the middle of the fucking road because there's a naked lady in front of her, and I'm like, oh cool, right. more 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 nudity. If we drive past, we don't get to see that, <laughs> and then. Again, and here's the thing. She is not, like, hurt, as best I can tell. Like, I didn't rewind to check it, but, like, I, mean, I couldn't the, tell if she was a zombie or just a person walking around naked. She looked like she was just a person I, walking around naked. Right. And, and, like, okay, sure, sure. Let's well, not bother to set that up at all. Yeah, no. just kind of, like, shambling around, like, bloodied, but not, like, covered, because you have to see her tits. I mean, come on. You don't have to! Uh, <laughs> yes, you do! No! It's a requirement! <laughs> You have to have at least three separate pairs of breasts in any Zack Snyder movie. It's just a rule. Oh, that's, that's been my, my, my problem there the entire time. I'm just like, fuck. Okay, so anyway. So oh, then, hold on, so hold on. Then... One, one other thing about the opening. Uh, I really like the shot of her driving the car when she first peels out. Uh, like, it, it's obviously like a rig setup because we're seeing directly on, like, heaven and her in the car. And you see, like, her husband run out the door and then start, like, just hauling ass behind her, like, being laser-focused. And then somebody walks out of their house un- unknowingly. In their robe. In their bathrobe. And he just turns and goes straight for him. I mean, again, really good visual storytelling. You, you very much understand these zombies don't remember who these people are. They don't care who it is. Like, they're just hungry. They're just going to go for the easiest meal near them. Uh, which is not something we necessarily need in a 2004 zombie movie. But, you know, again, establishing its own kind of canon i guess it's it's helpful it's helpful so she gets kind of like attacked in the car because she stopped for the naked lady 
And then, so she speeds off and crashes. And that's when the credits start, and it starts with that fucking, that weird insert of, of Muslims praying. And it's a, as really, Johnny Cash sings. As a, yeah, as a Johnny Cash uh, acoustic, you know, song plays over the it, And not a particularly, like, well-known one outside of, like, people who know Johnny Cash. It, it's when the man comes around. It's not Ring of Fire or something. Like, it's not yeah. any of the more common ones that you see used in film. It's, it's a little out there. Well, so... We exit the credits, and immediately she like gets out of the car and is met by Ving Rhames uh, with a shotgun. Ving Rhames. And love Ving Rhames. He's like, he's like, say something. And he, she's like, what? And he's like, hmm, okay, cool. Like, you're... she actually says, please, oh, yeah, which I thought was please. kind of odd. It's a very odd like moment. It all she says is please, as though to say, please don't kill me. Uh, and he does like again. He 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 is the most genre savvy person, as best I can tell, at least in the first like half of the movie. So okay, so like they. Oh, you know what? There's something I missed. There is something I missed. I have it. I have it here in my notes. So, as she's running to her car, she leaves the bathroom. She's running to her car, and there's the na- there's a, a neighbor across the street, who. Was was unsure of whether or not this woman was a zombie. She he has a gun out and is pointed at her, and like again he is across the street and is saying get back, get back. She's not making any movements toward him. He's moving towards her and he's saying get back, get back. And then he gets fucking rammed by an ambulance and just fucking splattered on the. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it was the dumbest thing ever. I remember that. Because, because of that and one other trope in movies, Lauren freaks out anytime like you have a certain angle on people where they're near a street. Like she it, because it's a common way to set up that shot. Like you kind of the, do okay. really tight. You do a tight shot first and then you kind of pull back just a little bit so you can see that there's something else about to be framed. Like it's an odd framing for one person. And that's when the the, the ambulance the shows school up. bus, the ambulance, the truck, whatever. Yeah, that, that's when that happens. The, the, so, and when the silent vehicle that you clearly didn't hear fucking off-frame, because it was off-frame, right. so it's quiet. Right. <laughs> like, and the other one that messes her up is the the one that's sitting on the, the far side of a car and looking at both the passenger and the driver, and then you can see out the driver's side window, and then the car is, like, coming in at the last second. You, you just kind of uh, cut away the smash cut. The, the side, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime we're watching a movie, there's two people in that frame, whether that's being set up for that or not, Lauren just starts grabbing uh, uh, my arm, like, oh, my God, is this going to happen? I'm like, no, baby, not not every movie. This is rated G. It's it's fine. We're, we're not going to we're not gonna see that here. Although. So, anyway, so we meet Ving Rhames, and then you, you they, they, they exit the tunnel and meet three more people. And it is, it is... Um, I don't know what to call. His name is Michael, but you meet you meet Michael. You know, white loser hero. I guess you could say. I really don't know how to define him. Either. You have you have Russian Russian pregnant lady and her mm-hmm. and her uh, uh, significant other gang gangster black guy. Yeah, a, a little hinted. Maybe thuggish, but like so you no well, you have you have you have give gangsta well they you had to have you had to have and, and this comes up later um you have to have two <laughs> male black characters and here's why because you need one to be upstanding which is Ving Rhames being a cop 
and then one being a thug. So you can then criticize the other one, but only through the voice of the good guy so it doesn't seem racist. Right. I was going to say, too, it, it doesn't hurt that that allows you to have an opening gunfire battle between two black people. Like, like upon immediately seeing Ving Rhames, the other guy just starts shooting. Like... I haven't seen a zombie walk around with a shotgun yet, but he just starts shooting at him. And as they shoot back, they don't stop to realize, oh, maybe they're humans since they can shoot. Like, they're just ready to fucking kill each other. Well, like, yeah, oh, so, so okay. the, other guy, the guy, other guy fires a shot, and they're like, wait, hold up. He's a cop. What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, then they all just travel together, and then they go to the mall. So they go to the mall, right? Let's go to uh, the mall. Because you need to, and then, like, they, they, they have to fight some things. On, right beforehand. So you need a small bit of action because they knew they are going to be talking quite a bit. So you throw in a little bit of action to kill some zombies and like, fuck, man, crazy. Let's go to the mall. And, well, and, and again, the reason why they go to the mall is because Ving Rhames and Nurse Lady are going to one location and they are coming from that location where everybody's dead. So the, the three we're introduced to were part of a group of eight. So they have encountered severe losses very quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh... And, like, the only survivors are, like, a pregnant woman and, like, random white dude. Uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, oh, they don't have anywhere else to go. Like, the, the the entire plot of what they were doing in the first little bit there is gone. They don't have anywhere to go now. So now they just go, we have to find somewhere to be that's not already destroyed. So so they go to the mall, which is surprisingly empty. It's surprisingly empty. Like, it's surprisingly but, empty. Because, like, even, even for malls that are, like... You know, it's in the morning because again, this is this is morning. This is this is daylight. Well, okay. So to to go back to the beginning, there's a, a special news report that happens that night, but they don't catch it. The the nurse Anna and her or whatever don't catch it because they're in the shower fucking. So it could have happened already overnight, and it's just whoever happened to be there uh, that, that's left. Again, it's just one of those things where it's surprisingly empty, and so then, so then there's like another small little fight, little exchange with the, with the, with the, with the, with the zo a zombie, and uh, Ving Rhames is like fighting. He, he he hits his arm against the metal thing and cuts his arm open, and so Anna, our our white nurse um, protagonist, picks up the shotgun and then uses it. And there's like no kickback. She's holding it like this, like not hip. even not even on the shoulder, like from the fucking hip, just hip. boom, no recoil at all. And I'm like, that's a and weird no spread, choice. no spread. Did not hit Ving Rhames, but hits the zombie well, that's on top of him. From from like, point okay. blank, there's really no spread. Like from that the wasn't from, seem like point blank to the, me. The, the maybe, distance, maybe. the distance is based. That's considered point blank. Like from five meters out with a shotgun, you're 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 not getting much spread. At all, you're again. You're five meters out. It depends out. on what shot you have. Even so, you're five meters out. Like you're not getting the spread. I, I don't know that I'm taking that risk. Again, I guess with somebody I don't know. Again, fuck it. You're gonna die either way. Right. Like, eh. Take take the shot. No kickback. Uh, but it, but it does specifically hone in on him cutting his arm on the fountain. Yeah. And not because he was bit or whatever. Mm. Uh, Again, it's part of the the kind of consistent storytelling throughout. It's trying to get you to understand, like it's not just any cut. It's not just dying. It's specifically interaction with these zombies. Hit hit by metal. No, my my whole thing, 
is a oh. oh, go on what, what you got i was gonna say like is it gonna become one of those things where it's like oh he got bit and it's like no it's not a it's not a bite it's it's a scratch. oh it's so much worse it's so much worse than that okay no not not with not with not with being reams so the they decide fuck we got to go upstairs so they head to the elevators go upstairs and when the elevator opens they're met with uh three aggro dipshit uh white security guards who are for some reason these the small security have fucking magnums like uh, they have six shooters were they assigned that or do they just have that? Again, either way. They're I just kind of interpret it as that's their personal carry. I mean, that just But I, why I, do they have that there at the mall? They're there in their security uniforms. But they're there in their security uniforms, which means that they would have to be allowed to have those kinds of weapons in uniform. So so yeah. just to guess at it, I mean, in theory, they could have heard that things had all gone to shit overnight and gone to the mall, knowing they had access and others don't. Again, that timeline doesn't... They have that, keys, that, they have codes, whatever. The The timeline is weird in, in terms of, like, it, when things could have been known. Again, but, like, they're asleep in bed, like, early morning. I guess it, it's, like, I think it actually says, like, 6.37 or something like that. It was, like, that. 6.37 in the morning. Yeah. And that's when the, the neighbor girl comes in. So, like, this has had time to matriculate from city to suburbs, like, going house to house to house. I, I, I don't have an issue with the time frame being it could have happened the previous day and started to spread from there. It's only just now hitting this particular city. That That's not necessarily inconsistent. But me. then why are you wearing security guard uniforms? What else would they wear? <laughs> They're in a mall that, have, that has clothing stores. That's true, but they also seem to believe that messing up the mall is a bad thing. Like they actually specifically get upset at the people that came in for right, throwing a toilet through the, the yeah, window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, so I mean, I, I guess in some the thought they're still like thinking, okay, well, when things go back to normal, I don't want to get in trouble for just fucking around here. And they they obviously realize over time that things aren't going back to normal. It's never gonna happen. But but they yeah. but they already had that they already had that mindset. At least the uh, main uh, leader. Of the aggro dipshits, he's an interesting character to me. Played by Ty Burrell. Um, no, that's not who we're talking about. Is it not the head security guy? Is not but Ty Burrell. Was it Ty Burrell? Steve, he shows up with in the uh, in the truck. Oh, you're right. I got my mind mixed up. You got well, your anyway, white boys um, mixed up. I did. The Elko like. But. Yeah, he's interesting to me because he very much, yeah, as El puts it, they act like security guards. Uh, they they do. Uh, they're, they're the worst three in there, but the one is at least interesting to me in how he does things. Like, he, he makes very selfish decisions, but he doesn't seem necessarily to be a complete asshole. Just very self-focused. They, they, they play him like he's going to be the, the redneck bigot type, but he's not actually... He just really I, wants I think to that, he doesn't I, care if that killing other people. I think that that's, that's the part that gets him because that's definitely a Snyder um, let's make this guy seem sympathetic at the end, but he's let's prove, let's have him be the complete and total asshole, but he's right in the end, like kind of thing. And it's like 
I didn't catch that as much. Uh, they they make him out to be an asshole and very selfish, so they can have him do kind of an about face later that kind of shows the character development. Uh, Listen, yeah. he calls he calls Ving Rhames Shaq in the elevator standoff. He calls the 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 the, the bigger of the black dudes like Shaq. Okay, and the other security guard calls somebody. The okay, F-word, that's again. That's again. Again, this is we're, we're, we're not. We're not this is we're we're talking about this Prior scene. It's time. We're talking about this scene. Don't jump ahead. We're talking about right here. He calls them Shaq and then takes their guns. Yes. And then like it was just really weird, and so they imprisoned them for some reason. Yeah, like, they, they locked them in one of the mall storefronts with the gate just put down. <laughs> Then they're wa- then they're watching the news to then get told to shoot him in the head by I believe Tom Savini, I believe yes. that is a Tom Savini cameo as the sheriff saying like shoot him in the head and then burn the bodies, yes, um, which is cool, but again then male alpha dickhead is like see America always sorts its shit out, like again that's. <laughs> 2004? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the sheriff is, 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 is killing these zombies and like burning the bodies and telling the news about it. And America always sorted shit out. And then they then we find out the, na- the name of these zombies or what they sort of call them. They're called them twitchers. At least the ones that are, that are twitching. Like one specifically was twitching and he called it. He... he... The guy, like, as he's doing a live camera interview, like, turns around and goes, Shoot that hey, one in the head. Hey, we got one right there. He's a twitcher. You know, going, like, showing their, their callousness and, and blase attitude towards these, you know, people that are dead now. So then, then uh, Michael um, is, like, implanting ideas in, in Alpha Man's head. Is like, we should leave SOS signals and let people know that yeah, we're Yeah, he, he, he does it very... Um, very like I'm going to to kneel to you and let you kind of take the credit for this. He goes, I'm sure you've already thought of doing this, and and as he kind of like tells him like, oh yeah, there, there's you know there's a hardware store we can go do that. He goes, oh yeah, that's a great plan. You're you're so smart and brave. Uh, yeah, he just I don't know, man. It's 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 gross. <laughs> but then then, uh, then they go to the roof. They drive out the SOS and they're dumping bodies. And the signs uh, are like help alive inside, and there's people sh- like walking their way slowly towards the mall, and they're like, "Why are they doing that?" And then this is the one thing that carries over from the original. It's like maybe it's memories of them, like you know, remembering coming to the mall and blah blah blah. Right. In, and- in the original, they actually kind of like shuffle around the mall and and do like a rudimentary version of shopping and whatnot, like. Oh yeah, they were actually like picking stuff out and actually. Yeah, stopping. they they were they were trying to do the things they were used to as best they could with some mm-hmm. limited memory. Um, but the this zombies. is a very different. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, and then and then, then then when they're outside though, there's like an amazing shot of a CG helicopter just like and it looks like shit. Like even for 2004 standards, it looks terrible. Well, in and maybe I'm misremembering, but as best I recall, this is the order it goes. We see the TV interviews, and we see at one point a military base where Ving Rhames' brother is and where he's trying to get to. And we see them loading refugees, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're good here. You know, oh, get the supplies over there. You know, soldiers running around the background. 
But as it before it cuts away, it zooms in on this one woman who is just destroyed on the side of her face. I think this kind is of, part of the unrated version, not what I saw. Maybe so. Uh, and kind of like glassed over on the other. Like she, she looks like she is seconds away from being zombie. And then a few minutes later, the helicopter is flying away. And rather than looking at them or seeing what's up, it just hauls ass away. And what I make up from that is that's them running the fuck away from the the base, which is now fallen to the zombie. Uh, that, yeah, that's probably director's cut though. That's, yeah, it's definitely unrated. That's not. I didn't see that. Um, I had to see the true artistic vision of Zack Snyder's <laughs> director's cut. In its original 2.35 to 1 ratio. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. It, it was the it best word. Re, re, restore the Snyderverse. <laughs> so, uh, immediately after that, the the guard's being a complete dick and like locks everyone up for the night. Uh, and then he's watching TV. And the emergency broadcast system has taken over most of the news channels, right? But for some reason, televangelists are still a thing. So, this guy's watching a televangelist. Who's like, it's uh, same-sex marriage, and like when there's no more room in hell, the 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 dead, dead will walk, walk the earth. earth. It's like hell's overflowing, and like it's 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 the fault of same-sex marriage, isn't that? And like the dickhead, the dickhead uh, security guard's like, yeah, like you're just sitting there listening to that shit. And then, and, like, and again, <laughs> again, this is this is Ken Forey who's playing this, so another person from the original Dawn of the Dead. The general was uh, uh, Scott Reiniger, who's the other of the three. So all three of the main actors in the original have been brought into this one to play little bit TV roles. Like, that. Mm-hmm. that's the running joke in the background. And they're all meant to be, like, you know, taken to the extreme, don't take these people seriously. But but that's not how these, Snyder lenses it, though. That's not how the Snyder lenses it, and, and that's on purpose because what he's doing is he's setting up for one of the security guards to also adopt those attitudes. He, he refers to a zombie later as a twitcher too. Like he, he takes on this mannerism to try and look like the cool gun toting general guy. And you're just like, Oh, so cool. again, that's, that's the night. And then they go to bed and they wake up and that's when, um, they're like, fuck, I need a coffee. How hard is it to make a coffee? And the one's like, ah, I'd like a soy. I'm gonna like a soy latte, soy latte with foam, and that's when, again. So there's there's, 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 there's there's three there's three security guards, right? You have the main aggro dickhead, and then you have really you have uh, dumbass follower guy, and then you have the young one, and the, so like, the, the young the young you know golden hearted one. Yeah, the the young nice boy. So the main guy wakes up and is like, "Hey, go fucking do this," and he's like. Uh, middle guy who's just dumb followers like you're the rookie so you, you're the one in training so you gotta do it and it's like guys the world's falling the fuck apart if you think that hierarchy is still fucking a thing you're dumb as shit but anyway so they tell the, the, the young the young nice boy to go out there and do it and he's like I'm gonna make a coffee like, I'm gonna get like a soy latte and that's when dumb boy uses uh, uses that F slur to about his coffee like he uses a gay slur towards that guy because he wants a fucking latte, and it's like, cool, thank you, Zack Snyder. That's what we needed. I get it that it's two thousand four, but holy shit! You get a latte. We're not talking like any I mean, kind of fancy coffees. It's it, even for two thousand four. That's pretty bad. So anyway, yeah. you cut oh, this. In, in, in is played by Michael Kelly. That's what I was thinking of uh, from mm. uh, that show with that. 
sex offender. Well, so, <laughs> the sex <laughs> There's so many you know, Kevin Spacey, that one. Ah, yes. But uh, it, it cuts Elton to them. It's cut, it's cut to them, um, like, going to the bathroom, and you have both black guys in the bathroom, like, talking it over. And they're like, so what do you think? Like, you think it's the end of times, blah, blah, blah. Like, what's going on? Eh. And then you have Ving Rhames basically criticize the 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 thug guy, the thug. <laughs> and it's kind of like, you can tell that this is, like, this is this is Zack Snyder's, like, worldview like, coming in, where it's like, I want to criticize this black guy, but I can't because I'm white, so I'm going to have a black voice say the things, like, where, like, oh, you're blah, 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 blah. Like, maybe if you weren't trying to steal TVs and shit. Like, it's, like, the weirdest fucking... It's odd. It's odd, but you can t- totally see that shit. Like, it, it almost makes me wonder if that wasn't something that was rewritten or something that somebody rewrote. I don't know. It, it's odd because, again, it's setting up like it's going to be one of the security guards that's racist and should be saying shit like this, and then it's Ving Rhames instead. It, it's, but it's you couldn't. would make that set up. Like it, it seems like it would be something the security people would it say. It seems like what the dude with the handlebar mustache whose name is it's just like, like no, I think that's CJ. CJ is the one who says racist shit, not not Ving Rames. Like what the fuck? But it's okay. Know, it's, no, it's, it's okay because he's black. It's fine. It's fine. He killed See, those Martians that one time. It's fine. It's fine. So no, so so they end up on the roof, right? To to uh, discuss some shit, obviously about like the rescue efforts, blah blah blah, and Anna, a, a, a white woman protagonist, is like. We need to do this or that, and one of the one of the security guards says women need. Uh, uh, no, no, the one guy says like, like you shut the fuck up. And the handlebar mustache points the gunner. She like, get that gun out of my fucking face. And uh, dipshit follower security guard, middle 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 guy says, got quite the mouth on you. No, no, the, the handlebar says quite got quite the mouth on you. Dumbass says somebody should show her how to use it. Why? Why? Like we're, we're because we have to have people that were allowed to kill off in like unearned ways. Yeah. So like, if, if you notice that there's kind of a trend there, like the guy who points the gun at her before gets hit by the the ambulance immediately, but he is first a threat. He is first an unreasonable threat, and then he's killed. It's not just some random person. You know, it's it's. Um, it's not like Zombieland, where it kind of does the same bit with the woman like hitting mm-hmm. something in a car crash and flying out. Like it's not an innocent person who has done nothing, uh, because he later dies a kind of silly death. Uh, I'm I, I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying that like it was really just like he was already kind of an aggro dipshit. Like right. you didn't need to be like. By the way, he would totally sexually assault her too. Yeah, I mean, he is obviously made out to be, like, the worst of them. Right, right, right. So you just don't feel bad when he dies off? Kinda. So, uh, but but to continue from there, uh, like, they they just turn the tables. Like, I can't remember who throws the first punch. Michael! Uh, oh, it's it's Michael, because he says that as soon as that he, as soon as he says that about her, Michael runs up and just decks hits, him. Like, hits, he goes hits, for the hits. gun, you Knocks the gun out of his hand and takes it out, and then now Ving Rhames have... goes after CJ and takes him out of the equation, and then third guard just up out faces and doesn't even question it. 
Like he thinks uh, he thinks they're they're they've gone too far now. It was the sexual assault comment that did it. Yeah, it was that. Don't don't talk bad about the the women folk. And so then immediately, uh, well, because what ended, what ended up happening, the reason why this conversation happened is because they saw someone with a truck. Uh, they saw a, a truck driving around. And they were shooting and they were fighting off zombies. And like we gotta we gotta help them. They're like we're not fucking helping anybody. We're not fucking helping anybody. And so then yeah. that conversation happens. So then they let the they let these people in to because again aggro dipshits like what if one of them's sick? I know that none of us here are sick. What if one of them's sick? Fuck that shit. And again, even though aggro dipshit is an aggro dipshit, he's right. Like, yes. and that's why because they, it cuts away from him saying all this shit to them bringing a woman in in a wheelbarrow because she is. I mean, she doesn't even look like she's a real she, person. It looks has, like it's a a, she has a fake chunk. dummy in the thing. She has a chunk of her shoulder bitten off. She, so like, she is green colored with dark black streaks everywhere. Like she is obviously a zombie. It just hasn't quite woken up yet. So here's 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 the problem though. Like we see this person who's clearly been bit already, being brought in with with the wheelbarrow and then like put in a bed and being looked after. But we saw earlier that the that in the very opening sequence. You get bit, and then within a minute, you're already turned and ready to go. But these people right. are driving around, and whatever the fuck, they took time to get in, get her, get her, uh, get the wheelbarrow, get her in, get her under the bed, and then she dies. Then she turns, and it's like okay, like okay, I, I, I actually think I know what's up with that, and maybe this is just me making shit up. But when you see him get bit in the opening scene, like. She takes out a chunk. I mean, he she obviously hits arteries. There is no way he's going to survive. He literally does bleed out, even though a nurse is there trying to hold a, a, a compress to it pretty much immediately. Like, he was not going to survive regardless. And I think that if you are infected when you die, you become a zombie, but the bite doesn't necessarily kill you that quick. He just died. But if you're just bit while you're healthy, it obviously takes a lot of time because we see other people develop symptoms over time. <laughs> <laughs> uh it gets really bad we're almost there uh it's it's, a, it's the uncut version you should have watched it oh no it's <laughs> it's every version so okay so they, they bring in more people the fat lady uh changes anna kills her by shoving a thing in her eye uh and then there's a they, they sit, there's a guy in a gun store like a, like down the street that they are communicating with with a whiteboard so they they were writing messages out on the whiteboards and like talking and, and it's like it's really oh Andy it, Andy it's really clever, um it's really clever use of like non dialogue like just right. writing stuff out and like because they wouldn't be able to communicate uh, otherwise. I was gonna say too the the whiteboardy that they use like says diner on it. They obviously like went to one of the food court stores and ripped it off the wall, <laughs> which I thought was really cool. Like. You don't have to have that be branded, but having that really does add a little bit to the the, the feeling of realness that comes from the mall. The mall really does feel like a real mall. Well, not anymore. It feels like a, a mall that was still alive back in two thousand four. And the, so there's a there's a there's definitely a James Gunn uh, line, right? So they're talking about like what's going to happen, and the the people that came in the truck, uh, Ving Rhames like, I'm going to the base. I'm going to Fort whatever. And they're like, we just came from there. Like everyone, like that's it. Like there's no one there. Is everyone dead? Like pretty much. Like I don't know what to fucking tell you. And so, like you, dead-ish. Dead-ish. The, the asshole says dead-ish. Steve. And so. like, no, but for real, is everyone dead? Well, they're dead in the sense that they laid down. 
And then they got up and kind of kept going. And you're like, can you just fucking say yes to give this guy any amount of closure? Like, he needs to hear, yes, everyone's dead, nobody's still there, you can go looking for your person, but they're not going to be there if they are alive. And if they are there, they're dead. So don't go there. And and just asshole cannot even say yes. Like, I fucking hate Steve. I love Steve. Uh, <laughs> I hate Steve. So, He's a great character. I love Steve. So, again, so whenever he, uh, he goes, uh, Ving Rhames goes back up to the roof because he's like, I'm going to go to the fort. Fuck that. And then he sees Andy across the across the way, and he holds up a thing like, hey, any news, information? And he's like, the fort's down, no help's coming. And then Andy writes back, so what's the bad news? <laughs> I'm like, that's a, that's a James Gunn line if I've ever fucking yeah. seen it. So what's Absolutely. the bad news? Like, no one's coming. Cool. So then there's a bite on the hand on one of the, one of the people. Um... And uh, again, the older older dude with the the like twenty something late teenager daughter, right? And that's where again the different speed of changing kind of gets to me, because like that dude, like again died, right? But like how he seemed fairly healthy like not too long again, ago. Again, again, I think what happens is that the virus does kill you over time. How but... long? But look at how long did uh, we don't know how long ago since. Um, uh, the dad was bitten. Right, we don't. But we also don't uh, know. We, we saw what happened with the pregnant lady. Pregnant, yeah. That was at the beginning of the film. She kind of gets attacked, and so there right. it is. That, so, that is the very beginning of the ball when they first get in there. Yeah. So, again, it's kind of like it's weird that they this guy died. I don't know. Again, okay, so he had cancer, and so his immune system was already wrecked, and he just died faster. <laughs> I, I, again, I don't know why I'm defending Zack Snyder's vision here, but like I can, I can keep this going. Again, and it's, 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 how dare you question Jack Zack Snyder? Uh, Jack, Snyder. Jack Jack Snyder, dude. Yeah, Jack <laughs> Captain Jack Snyder. Ah, so you have heard of me though? Picture Zack Snyder with like a very obviously fake mustache. <laughs> hmm. Oh, a Henry Cavill fucking CGI on mustache. What they removed from Henry Cavill, they fucking put on Snyder <laughs> to make him Captain Zack Snyder. Um. So okay, whatever. Uh, but here's here's the problem. So the dad is bit. He's gonna change. They know it. And here's Anna, white savior woman. Who's like, what? You're gonna, you're gonna kill them? You're gonna kill them, Michael? You're gonna kill this dude? And he's like, yeah. Like, I don't know what you want yeah. from me. Like, yeah. And she's like, really? Then kill me. Why don't you kill that guy too? And then he's like, whoa, I wasn't I, okay. fucking bit. Like, what the fuck? I, I don't agree with the way she went about doing this, but I really enjoyed it because she's like, all right, Michael, time to kill him. He's like, she's like, dude, what the fuck? You can't just. No, I mean, you just wanna kill him, so like, just do it. Might as well kill him too. I mean,. He's hurt, but like maybe he'll die and get a zombie fight anyway. Might as well just kill everybody. Like she really does just kind of go. Like, but she's Whatever. in the wrong. That's she the is. Thing. She's, she's no, in the wrong. That, that is the that is the running theme of this movie is that nearly everybody who makes it to the point of being in the mall is at least savvy enough to survive a zombie apocalypse with no knowledge of what zombies are. Like we we see that with her in the very beginning. She's the only person in that that whole block who thought, okay, let me get away from the people who are biting. Let me grab my keys. Let me get in the car and drive away. She's the only one. And that's why she's at the mall. So, like, we, we have, like, a Hunger Games saying there's a hierarchy to where we get to, like, just these people. And so they make really sound decisions until emotions come into play. And then they get fucked up. Look. Every time. 
here's the thing. So Ving Rhames gets fucking put in charge of killing this guy and waits waits for him to die and ch- turn before killing him. And like so Michael kind of like comes around and and there's there's to, to where Anna's at and she's like glad you didn't do it. Like and I here's what I wrote. Fuck you. In my notes, that's all I wrote was <laughs> fuck you. Like yeah. glad you didn't do it. And then all you hear is a rah and then gunshot and they're like, "Huh?" Yeah. And it's like, "Well, oh. she, yeah, he he was right. He turned. He was he right." Died. Like yeah, no, that that is actually a running theme is that people are making. I mean, people are largely saying to do the right thing. Like when Raven Rams tries to leave, they're like, "No, don't. You're gonna die." Like good advice. Uh, The way that they get the truck in is really smart. Actually, they they back into the loading dock for the people that are in it, and then the other people in the cab get on top and climb onto the wall, climb climb the ladder. Like these are relatively competent people, or else they die really fast. And as we see, like it is just a slow roll as people start falling. Like, well, no, because so 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 here's here's where here's where, like it cuts to it cuts to a montage, like it cuts to a living life in the mall montage, and he and I, I don't know if this I don't know when's the last time that you've heard uh, this band, but uh, Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine. Yeah. yeah, their "Down yeah. with the Sickness" cover is played over uh, the montage. Come yeah, on, the... get down with the sickness! Like, yes. So that's being played. Uh... <laughs> and here's here's how the montage play, plays out. There's Ving Rhames and Andy on the roofs of their prospective buildings with binoculars and the whiteboards, and they're playing chess. Like they're saying what the next move is, holding it up, and then like so they're playing chess. Like ah, like just by mail. Yeah, the, chess, the, it's clever. It's clever. It's brilliant. And then uh, a woman is trying on lingerie. A the one one of the one of the, the, this older this older man is seen trying on heels, and you're just like, uh huh, good for him. Uh, you're enjoying yourself there. And then people mm-hmm. are just trying to live their lives, you know, like you know, like uh, watching you know stuff. And then like, there's Steve getting his fuck on. It's a sex scene, yeah. like in this montage. Here's some more titties. Here's some titties, and then they're 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 wasting time, right? So where Andy's at is at a gun store. He has walled himself off in a gun store, so he has all the ammo and all the weaponry he needs. So what they're doing is they're picking out people in the crowd for him to guess if they if he can see who what they're talking about. Yeah, so it wraps up with, like, obviously, like, a scoped-in view, and you see a person with very white pompadourish hair and kind of a big chin, and then the brains just blow out. And then it cuts back to the whiteboard and has Jay Leno written on it. And so they're they're playing a, a you know... Guess uh, who I'm... Look, guess guess who, who. Guess who I'm looking playing at. guess who with guns. <laughs> uh, so they go after Burt Reynolds next, and you see a guy in a red motorcycle with a mustache, jacket, a very prominent mustache. And you're like, yeah, and then boom, fuck, that is Burt Reynolds. <laughs> like Andy is good. It, it's made clear through this kind of funny side bit, though, that he is very good. He has a gun. He knows how to use it. He's got lots of ammo. He can move quickly. Like I, I know it's like a funny piece, but it's also very informative as to who Andy is. He's probably the most confident person in this group. He's just in the worst spot. Right, like he would have been super helpful. Otherwise. If he could have gotten a load of shit up and then gotten over to the mall, they would be set for a while. Like they could actually hold out for a minute. So what ends up happening though is like after this moment, we cut to 
because again after the after the the before they got the new people when they took the guns away from the security guards they locked them up so they're in lockup and then here's the here's the the man who was trying on heels talking to the two security guards so we're talking about main aggro dickhead and the follower dickhead the one that used the you know the gay slur. slur so here's this old man basically like so when I first realized I was gay, and they're just like, "Oh my god, shut the!" Fu-. They're basically telling him, "Shut the fuck up," because like he's there's there's nowhere to go, and this man is just like unloading on them, like his story, and so immediately when he's all like, "Well, there's the carpenter who is you know working on the deck outside," and they're like, "Oh my god," the middle dickhead just starts doing push-ups, just starts doing push-ups. And the, the main guy is just like, oh, I'm in hell. Ah. <laughs> and, like, I would feel yeah. that way regardless if someone was just, like, opening up to me in that way. But, sure. like, you can tell that the other guy is like, I got I to gotta push up the gay way. Like, <laughs> like no. Got to work it out. Got to work it out. Work it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when, when taken with the lens of having the uh, televangelist scene earlier, like, you can't help but feel like, gay is being codified as being bad throughout the movie. Um, which is really frustrating. Uh, and gotta, also very heavily... Myself that I'm straight. I gotta do push-ups. And also so just, straight. I mean, this is 2004 for sure, but it just kind of blurs the lines between gender and sexuality. He's not gay because he's trying on women's shoes. Like, they, they're not necessarily correlated and shouldn't have been correlated as such in the movie. They, they are very much so in this. Uh, which, you know, great for... Uh, Visibility, I guess, but it was just—it yeah. was just a weird moment to include it all. Again, it's one of those things where that's a thing that you would remove from the entire that process. That yeah. entire the, the 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 heel trying on heels could, could have been cut. The like you know talking to them while they're in prison thing could have been cut. It'd been fine. He could have just been another person who gets ki- killed at, at a later point. It's fine. Obviously, though, two thousand four. So different if it was made today. True, but like, oh, I mean, maybe not with Zack Snyder. Maybe it wouldn't be different. I feel like Zack Snyder would genuinely try to be better than that. Like, I don't think he tries to be. 2011 was Sucker Punch. Like, it's kind of, again, you're you're talking about, like, seven years later, we got Sucker Punch. We probably should do Sucker Punch, because I have thoughts. But, like, that isn't done necessarily to try and depower women. In his mind, I'm pretty sure he thinks that he's empowering women by making movies like that. Right, but again, that's years, years later where it's a different way. But anyway, so we, we cut then to pregnant Russian lady going through labor. So you have thug, you have, you have, you have thug uh, black guy, Russian lady. She, she, Russian lady's tied up. She is bound and not looking good. And, and she, she's already turning, she's turning veiny and gray. And she's like, oh, and like, oh, come on, push, baby, push. And then she ends up... Um, you know, dying and turning as she's giving birth, and she oh, gives okay, and she gives birth to a zombie baby. Yeah, we're we're going a little fast there. Uh, she does give birth to a zombie baby. Um, so so she dies. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Russian wife dies, and husband dude whatever is just like disturbed. Like he is actually like looking at this process like with a little bit of glee. In his- it's like it's a mix of horror and fascination, I, I guess. Like, he's not doing well, let's put it that way. 
Yeah. Uh, and then she stops moving, and he, you know, kisses leans her. in to kiss her several he times. Her. Several times. Uh, and then, you know, close the eyes as they do the, the running your hand over it. But as he's leaning on the kiss, we see a shot from kind of her, her lower, you know, torso or whatever. And we see, like, the stomach in frame with him behind it. And we see it start to move a little bit. Like, like, think, like think eggs and alien. Okay. Think, like, a little a little chest burstery. Uh, and then, God, the, the way it indicates that the birth is happening is you just see white sheets, and then between her legs, like, just a, a shot of blood. Just, like, like <laughs> have you ever stepped on a ketchup packet? Have you ever stepped on a ketchup packet? Yeah. That is the visual that they provide for the the, the birthing process, which is... But, but, but if it was, like, a, a sandwich bag full of ketchup rather than a small packet, like, it was very much a large amount. It came out at a very high velocity. Like, so... you can do ballistic... So the, so then there's the old, one of the old women who uh, were, was a part of the truck group shows up mm-hmm. and she's like, "What the fuck is happening?" And like he's whole he's has a, a, a swaddling around him and he's like, "It's a girl." And she's just like, "What the fuck?" Is like the 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 wife is tied up in zombie, ah! and she's like, "What the fuck?" She the old lady shoots the shoots the Russian lady, well because because she's like they. they- she she was quiet until that point, and then she suddenly like starts jostling and freaking out. So like all of a sudden, she sees a zombie, pulls her gun to shoot it, which is a completely reasonable reaction given the zombie fucking apocalypse around them. Right, and one of the things that the black guy says like, "What you trying to fuck with my family? This is my family." Like he's clearly lost his fucking mind. When this old white oh. old woman's just like ah, shoots the Russian lady. And then the black dude pulls out his gun, shoots the old lady, and then the old lady shoots him, and then they just, they have... Back a, and forth, they back have, and forth. An old it's usually like three or four shots each. <laughs> it's not just that. You have thug black guy and this old white woman have a slow-mo shootout. All like, it's just... You're, you're seeing, it's cutting to like the barrel of the gun. And the shells in your face. falling. It's the shells Inkling that like it is the most ridiculous like <gasps> indulgent scene. Why? It is pure. Why do we have right. it's it's such the Snyder scene? But the characters yeah. who are in it, it's just like you're shooting an old white woman, and then like you have this like, and it's just like shells are falling, and then like yeah. one even lands upright. Like one falls <laughs> down and then goes stink, and then like lands upright, and it's like oh my gosh. You fucking visionary. You did it. You know he was fucking losing his mind when they got that shot. He's like, oh my god, it stood up on end. That's going in the movie. That's the shot. We got it. Okay, so so that is the scene that I think kind of exemplifies the combination of what James Gunn does and what Zack Snyder does. Okay. Uh, James Gunn likes writing the the comedy element of horror. He likes the the you know body horror to a certain extent too. Like that felt very much like it was James Gunn going, oh, yeah, pregnant zombie. It's going to be fucking unreal. And then Snyder's like, oh, yeah, pregnant zombie. Let's have them shoot the fuck out of each other as, like, a response to it. Like, I, I can just, I can visualize it going from something maybe a little more nuanced and, and you know, thought out. There's something that's just gunfire. <laughs> Slow motion. Well, because they, they, they move right past it, right? Like, it's super mm-hmm. quick. A lot of things they, ha- they sit there and they think about. Yeah. And and this one they really don't because then they hear the gunshots and everyone's like oh shit and it's like the, the the group runs to where they hear the gunshots they see the old woman dead on the floor and they're like oh fuck they wanted to shoot her in the head and she's like no she's dead from gunshots she's not bitten anywhere like she's fine right. but she's gonna get back up right 
Like, no. She got shot, you idiot. Right. They're they're establishing, like, it's the bite. It's explicitly the bite. And so they see this baby, and they're like, oh, fuck. And the baby's like, like zombie baby. It's the fucking ice baby from from Game of Thrones. It's the Game of Thrones. It has the fucked up eyes and everything. It actually looks really cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. And then then immediately they're like, okay, dead, 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 and then baby. And so they just shoot the baby in the head, and they move the fuck on. Yeah, move move on. They don't even, they don't dwell Uh, on it at all. They don't dwell on it at all. Yeah. So I do have one question. It is a zombie, so. I do have one question on that character, though, the the gun-toting truck-driving woman. So like, okay. she's a truck driver. She's the one who's driving the truck, owns the truck, I think. Um, she she does have a gun. She heals herself very well. Is she queer? I don't think it. I don't think it's explicitly stated in any way, shape, or form. I, no, it's not explicitly stated. I'm asking opinion here because there's one particular scene that I think just like, I mean, just bashes it over the head for me. Uh, they're, they're sitting around the the mall food court or whatever, and the blonde with the curly hair who's already been in lingerie and just like slammed on scene. Like we we've seen every bit of her already. Titty, titty, she's, titty. She's like smoking a cigarette, doing her thing. She's got it in her mouth, and the shot is pointed down, like like you're looking down her shirt effectively. Uh, and the the older trucker woman behind her just like leans down, takes the cigarette out of her mouth, and starts smoking it. And there's just a little bit of a smile between the two of them. And I'm like, what was that, Zach? That was <laughs> again, sure, but like that's one of those things where, am I wrong, Elle? Like, I, as a sapphic woman, that that hit me a certain way. I mean, uh, it's one of those things where I saw that and I was like, bonding over the apocalypse kind of thing. Like, I sure, but like I didn't, I, I didn't read it that way because it's like uh, because yeah. of who Zach is. That's why I didn't read it that way. I read it that way because if. An older woman did that to me. I would feel like I was being hit on first, but that's just me. I'm just saying that Zack Snyder is not subtle. Again, he had the gay character explicitly say. So when I first heard that, when I just first thought that I was gay, and it's like, and you have this guy who, oh, gay people, like okay. But again, the, the game I like to play is how does Zack Snyder think that this is progressive? Uh, because I can always find some way that it's like, oh, well, if you were really dumb, you might think you were doing something good here. <laughs> if you were dumb, you'd like this. Mm, okay. So so if you were dumb, you can almost see that as him going, okay, so we, we have the gay character just, I mean, he knows this guy's homophobic. We know the guy's homophobic. He's just torturing them. Like, he knows what he's doing is obnoxious. He's not doing it because he wants to share or talk to people. He's just torturing these people for being bigots. And like that's that's almost a thing that could be seen as good if you were Zack Snyder, who doesn't understand themes and metaphors much. So again, I don't know if I'm just like trying desperately to interpret things that don't make any goddamn sense otherwise. It's probably what I'm doing. Like it's it's a form of coping. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I, can't, I wouldn't. I would not give. I, I Zack cope with Snyder Snyder's lack of themes by just making up new. <laughs> I'm just gonna insert whatever <laughs> fucking thought I want. Look, there, there's some really interesting queer stories in here. If you just ignore what's actually said and make up your own shit. True. So okay, so <laughs> so dead baby moving on, and now they're like, well, what do we do? What what, what do we do? And here's Steve, this rich, rich ass asshole. It was like, sure, let's just get on my fucking boat and drive away, you know. And they're like, "That's a great idea, actually." And he's like, "Are, are we skipping ahead a little bit?" No. Again, unless unless Did that come before the Andy stuff. Unless no, no, no. Uh, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, I, I, it I does, it we... does, it does come before the Andy stuff. Oh wow! Okay. 
So it's kind of set up. So here's here's what ends up happening, right? So they they have this meeting about what the fuck do we do. Steve makes this joke like, <laughs> we should just get on my boat, I guess, and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, just go on a pleasure cruise. It'll be fun. And they were like, yeah, we should get the fuck out of here. That, like, maybe an island doesn't have people. Like, oh, fuck. That's a great idea. Ah. So they're like, okay, so what do we do? We have these fucking, like, these transport buses. Like, let's fucking, like, armor them up so we can, like, head out. And so then it cuts to bus montage. And so it's a montage of them, like, you know, welding things and, like, putting barbed wire. So they're, they're decking out these fucking buses, right? They're like, fuck yeah, we're going to make the best badass fucking <coughs> transport vehicles ever. We're making our own APCs. So then... In- including a slot for the chainsaw to go out and slice zombies on the ground. Yeah, inclu- yeah, including a place that's open so they can put this, this chainsaw out there and go... And fuck them up. So... Then they end up on the roof, right? And, like, Andy's holding a sign that says, Hungry. And Ving Rhames is like, shit, like, he's... Because he, Ving Rhames goes, no, shit. And the ultimate sign says, five more days. Like, in five days, we'll be ready to take off. We'll fucking go get you, and we'll take off. But he's holding a sign that says, Hungry. Like, he's out of food. And he, they're like, fuck, what do we do? What do we do? And Real so... Real quick, pause you want. He, he's... They want him to look, like, famished, emaciated, right? So they've just taken, like, mud and, like rubbed it on his chest to make it look like he's got ribs. Like, he's not skinny. They've just taken dirt and kind of given him a little fake rib cage real quick. This is the funniest goddamn thing is it bends around his little bit of a beer belly that he kind of has as he's lifting the thing up. <laughs> he's just like, oh, wow. Like, if I wasn't looking for it, I wouldn't really think much of it. But if you so, look at so it... So this like, character, is he, like, he's just way too far from them to, like... He's across he's the street. Trying to get to like, like imagine lot? that you're at the mall, and then there's the whole parking lot, and then there's the street, and he's like on a gun store on that street, a little like a on the other side. Down. On the other side. So like he's he's within range to see with like binoculars, but not within range to like yell across and talk to. Okay. Okay. Like again, like, you, you too see much mall- of a distance to and, run. And, and then between all of them is just like a sea of zombies. Yes. Thousands yes. of zombies, like literally okay. a sea. Like you, you've watched South Park, right? Yeah. California so the episode? homeless episode? Yeah, it's that. Yeah. That is based off of Dawn this, of the Dead. So yeah. so the bus they drive and all that, that's all taken straight from it. So if you imagine that, it's basically the same concept. So so they fix up the bus, right? And then like again, Andy's hungry and they're like, fuck, what do we do? So in, in, the, in, in the meantime, they found a dog named Chips and they're like, Oh the, the I have an idea. The dog won't get fucking bit by zombies. Fuck yeah, let's send. They the don't dog. care about dogs. We don't have any yeah. reason to believe that. We we have no reason to believe that they don't go after dogs. But they are all just like, "Yep, we're just gonna put him down there, and he'll be fine." And also, like this dog now, it, like is so well trained. They're like, "Yeah, go over there, and you know exactly where the fuck to go." Anyway, the dog does know apparently. So they. Lo- I guess we can assume that he is the best dog since he has survived too. So just the best dog. He's the goodest of boys. He's the goodest like, of boys. Yeah, and yeah. So, so, so they load- so they put a little little harness on him with like pockets and stuff. So they've loaded him up with like food and stuff, and they they rig up a little rope and chain and they start to lower him down from the roof. Are you hurting and, like, him? <laughs> ah! And then like it's fine. Yeah, and, and the, the girl who has adopted him is just losing her mind because again, there really is no reason to believe that they won't just eat that fucking dog. Like, oh no, they're, they're so, really hopeful. But but, like, but again, it's just really weird though. So like the 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 girl who's the daughter of the the dad who Ving Rhames killed, right? Like mm-hmm. the the young dipshit security guard and her are now a thing, right? Somehow, so they're a thing, and so the dog is like, so you have the young idiot security guard. The, the daughter whose dad just got fucking uh, murked and the dog. And so they send the dog away 
and the dog gets to Andy at the gun store. They he opens up his little door thing. The dog goes in, and then as it's closing, the zombie catches it. And now the zombies are getting inside the fucking building, and they're like, "Oh shit, what do we do?" And so, um, idiot girl goes. Uh, she disappears, right? And they're like, and then they hear a vehicle. The truck that the other guys came in. She is now took take that taking that truck and driven to the gun store to go rescue the dog. Now, mind you, they they did have a radio connection with this guy. They just didn't use it much because it burned power, and they didn't have a lot of supplies of that, which is set up in the movie. I'm not just making that one up. Uh, so they actually got on the radio with him. They're like, "Hey, man, are you okay?" And he goes, "Oh man, those fuckers bite hard." And you're like, oh, and they're and they're like, man. "Oh fuck, man, that sucks." And they're all like talking around. They're like, "Do we tell him?" They're like, "No, fuck no." And they're like, "I can't wait to see you in person soon." And they're like, "Yeah," and then you just lose touch with Andy. And then so, she drives the 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 van over there, or the truck or whatever, and crashes it like into the spot. And, 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 runs they, and they, hear, they hear the entire thing over the walkie-talkie. So like, it's a clever use of um, filmmaking, where it's kind of like, because again, the the, the 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 typical thing is show don't tell, but there are some things that you can basically like not show, and your imagination kind of fucking fills in the gaps. That's really yeah. Good. I, so they so they they set it up to like you hear it over the walkie. Yeah, she's like, and, and she's it like, just sounds gruesome. Yeah, and she's like, oh fuck, ah, like oh fuck, and so you hear fighting and all that stuff, and they're like, we gotta go after her. And it's like, dude, his girlfriend's already fucking dead. Fuck you, bleh. and like we gotta go get her. We gotta go get her. So now they have this fucking mission to rescue this idiot who went after the dog, and so like they all like load up on their guns and they've already counted their ammo. They don't have shit, so they're like, well, we'll go to the we're going to the gun store. Like we'll get supplies right so they they go after the idiot they justify going after her and the dog by saying oh we don't have any ammo we can at least load up on stuff there like this is a valuable supply run we were counting on his guns as part of our our escape plan so they they go after it so they go they go after um idiot the guns they go to the gun they go to the gun store and shit goes you know tits up they like obviously obviously things things go wrong and then as they they try to escape <coughs> into the sewers um this the one of the other guys from the truck uh fell down and breaks his knees or like breaks his legs right so like now he's like they have which the, is also kind of set up like he was injured before and they mentioned that he rolled his ankle when he tripped so like already weak and then he's trying to get down the the man they use the manhole system and mm-hmm. then the sewer system to go through so he's trying to get to the manhole and get down and he gets attacked so he just fucking drops like a dead 15 feet directly on his hurt leg you can just hear it crunch as soon as he does like he just goes down and so like they they, they have they have aggro dipshit security guard there and he starts he hands him two pistols and then it grabs the back of his shirt and starts tactical dragging him and yeah. so like, he's so tagging guy- him while he's he's firing off a Kimbo like ah! <laughs> it's it's fucking amazing. It's it's the most Zack Snydery thing I think I've seen without it being in slow motion. It was it, beautiful. It's so good. It's it was so a, good. it was like, a great shot. And then and, gets- and again the storytelling of this scene is great too. Like I actually really like it. And and so they the, the zombies get to him and so <laughs> dipshit I mean uh, main security guard takes the guns from him and he's like shoot me. And so he pops him in the head and then fucking runs. And they, they get back they get back to the um hold on, before we go on from that oh. though, like again, part part of that is the the character development of CJ. Like before he was like, no, let's literally kill everybody. Like I don't fucking care about anybody else, I just want to live. Like 
they even, there even was a fourth security guard at one point who went venturing forth and got zombified. He blows his head away without even thinking about it. Like, this man has no sympathy or anything like that. But as soon as he sees Clint or whatever his name was go down, like, he doesn't even think about it. He just goes straight to him, tries to pick him up, can't pull it off. Okay, okay, so then question. Yeah. So then question. So you're saying that in Zack Snyder's world... Mm-hmm. That he, specifically, because that makes a difference. In Zack Snyder's world, this this super aggro, fuck you, I'm getting mine, security guard, he read, a, he read an article in Cosmo and suddenly became a fucking humanitarian. Yes. Or, or at least through the combined efforts of working as a group to survive, he has seen the he, error of his ways he, but he and now didn't. values other people. But he didn't. Right. There, it's not set up. Like, it really doesn't, like, get set up that way. But if you just take that scene in a vacuum, it's great. Like, okay, cool. Like, he, this is the asshole. He actually helps. The, the Kimbo thing is cool. Handing him the guns and then saying, shoot me is really kind of cool. Here's like, what happened, though, Fuck. Again, interesting gun thought. Weird Snyder execution. Here's maybe. here's what here's what happened. Fought. He's reading a magazine. Who's uh, uh, like the top ten ways to have a good relationship or whatever? And like he's sitting there <laughs> reading this listicle, and he goes like, "To number one is like uh, trust is the most uh, important foundation in having a relationship." And yep. he he's sitting there reads this, and like he's like, "Oh, okay, whatever." And then he, when he's going for the fucking mission, he's like, I need a gun. Because, you know, trust yeah, it, trust is the most they, foundational thing for a relationship. Which makes it sound like he's being sarcastic. When they decide to go, like, try and do this, like... So the, they, does he does he does everything on this list leading up to that, or no? No, 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 no it, it, just it, that, It's, it's just worth that. listening to, but, like, he... he <laughs> when they start to go on this mission initially, he and the other bad douchebag guard are still imprisoned. And so they're being forced to come do this against their will because they know the mall and know how to get to places. and know how to get to the sewer and all that. Uh, and, and so they're not coming along willingly. And he says, no, you're fucking coming. You're not going back up there. You either come or you fucking go back into prison. And that's when and the he other, goes, that's well, when the I need dies. a gun then. And he's like, I'm not going to give you a gun. And he goes, trust, trust is the most important, the most important thing you <laughs> Quotes the article exactly. It's like, and so and so every man, Mike, or whatever, smashes the the fire thing next to it and grabs the axe and tosses it to him, which is you know a cool moment. But then like, but again, yeah, the, the, the Cosmo thing, fucking ridiculous. It's, I it's love a, it. It's a dumb. It's a dumb moment. <laughs> but for Snyder, that is set up. That is set up and payoff. He's like, see, see, he learned <laughs> from the magazine. It's it's set up payoff. It works. And you're like, well, oh, I'm watching and not thinking about it. Yeah, it works. So okay, so again, so when they're when they're in the other underground parking thing, uh, the other other um, security guard gets killed, and so they, as they fight their way back into the mall, Steve's not there to open the door, so Anna shows up to open the door, and so then now because of how long that took, zombies are not getting in, and they're like fuck, we, we and so they they run to the elevator to get there as quickly as possible. And a really cool Zack Snyder moment happened. That oh, it's more of a James Gunn moment. I feel like that's definitely a James Gunn moment. You could tell in the script. Yeah, 
So the, the, right. the score is intense. I feel like that same shot is in Guardians, too. Like the exact same elevator scene somewhere. Like I have, I have that vision. We can probably head. find it. But So what ends up happening is they're fighting. Gunshots. Gun battle. The score is intense. Ah! They get to the elevator. Ah! And then it, it cuts out. All the sound just cuts out. And all you hear is elevator music. It's and they're just all crowded in this elevator. And one guy's like, I like this song. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's uh, it's all out of love. It's all out of love that's playing as like a, a you know elevator music style. So it's like real light and the airy. music, and, the music version. Yeah, in the CJ, the you know handlebar Reddit guy goes, oh, I like love this song. song. And they're just like cool. And then it's like, all right, it's not five days. We got to get this bus. We got to get in the bus. Get the fuck out of here. And everyone's like, fuck yeah, let's go. So they hop in the buses and take off. And then suddenly, again, it's one of those things where you can't take the shot literally. It's a Zack Snyder shot of exaggeration. These two buses take off, and then suddenly they're swarmed. And I mean, like, swarmed in that... Have you ever been on the front row of a concert? Yeah. It's that across the entire street. Like, that's how packed it is with these two buses. Like, oh, God, they're trying to flip us. I'm like, how? Like there's so many because it's rocking back and forth. Like oh, they're trying to flip it over, are they? Like I feel like they're trying to crawl on it. Yeah, it looks like. Eh. And so they're like, okay, so how do we get? How do we get through this? They're, they're like two buses just inching through. They're shooting through the fucking shooting through the holes. Chainsaw. One of the buses has like a, a snowplow or whatever on it, so it's got like a very good ram to it. Like they, they've actually really thought this up. Like there's a lead there's car, a lead car, got yeah. a wedge ram. Like they actually thought a lot about what they're gonna do here. They even spray except painted. for one, except for one key element. Wheel, which was so as they're as they're driving away, uh, and they're getting like rocked and whatever. Uh, what is his name? We keep calling him Bob because he reminded me of Bob from Shit's Creek. But uh, the the organ, the church organist, pulls out the chainsaw. Right? Wait, 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 wait! Before that, though, before before that moment, because that's. That's before disaster. Before that, because they're in this sea of bodies, and they're like, "Fuck, we got to clear them out." And so, oh, right. handlebar mustache. They have a propane uh, thing that they then they light the end of it and then like throw it out like a bomb. They have a traffic uh, a flare uh, flare stuck in the the mechanism. And then they the, the guy shoots it, and it has a big ass explosion, and suddenly the streets cleared. Yeah, it, it like you actually see like shockwaves ripple through the zombies. Like hundreds of zombies are getting hit and knocked over, and then they're just gone. Yeah, and then they're just gone because again, again, they don't, they don't have to drive over them or anything, and they're just gone. They're just gone. The bodies are, and they, so there's, so then they speed off, and then like for some reason, and again, I took note of it. I took a pretty good note of it. The propane tank bomb cleared that congestion up real quick. Yeah. Um, then like, they, they're, they hit everything. Like there's 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 ways that they could have not hit every single one of those fucking cars. Yes, they, they're very careless with their. They're driving. just like doof, they don't doof. need to be because there is no longer a zombie threat, at least not in that immediate area. Like yeah. they can afford to drive slowly, but they and don't. They drive they bad speed, to hell. They speed in a off. church van. <laughs> there's one zombie still on the on one of the buses. They're like, oh shit, and they're like, yeah, well let me get the let me get the chainsaw. And this is this is the the scene that uh, niggas referring to. So 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 Bob. Uh, I don't know what his name was. The heel-wearing gay man grabs a chainsaw. And then, Nick, what, what happens? 
So he, he, he grabs a chainsaw and revs it up to get ready to try and, you know, get after the zombie. And I, I can't remember what it is that causes it, but suddenly the van lurches. Like, they take a turn. To they the hit another point. car. Yeah, they hit a car. They, they didn't have to hit, right? And because of this, he, like, spins around and finds lingerie girl with the chainsaw and just, I mean, cuts her damn near in half. Okay. Right across the tits. Like, because we've seen them, we have to cut there, obviously. Like, that's that's set up in payoff that's for Snyder. That, that, that's, her, that's her entire... <laughs> Character. That's your, that's your character arc. <laughs> she got no, she got fucked she got fucked by Steve. She tried on lingerie and then she gets cut by. No, but here's the thing. Ah, actually, that's, that's that's true. So because she fucked, she had to die by the internal logic of. For some reason, the gay man had to kill a cis white female. Hmm. Potentially a queer woman, the bus. Hmm. So the bus the bus the bus the bus the bus crashes. <laughs> it's the one with Ving Rhames driving it. So it's Ving Rhames, Steve, uh, the gay man, and uh, the the Steve's bitch. So, gay man and uh, Steve's lady da- are dead. Steve immediately, as soon as the bus crashes, Steve immediately gets out of the bus. I mean, he's he's like fuck it, uh, every man for himself. Not even that. Like Ving Rhames, like reaches up to try and grab his hand. Like, can you help me up? And he's like, nah, and runs out of the little roof compartment and then shuts it. Like, not just getting out. He's not going back to help them. Like, he gets out and shuts it and is ready to just dip. Like, he's got, his, he's got his gun ready, pulls his gun out, makes sure it's ready, cocks it, ready, ready to go. And, and then, then you start to see blood dripping. Blood, his like, arm. hits his arm and he's like, what the fuck? He looks yeah, up. He's like, my bleeding? Ah, a zombie! And then the zombie Smash gets cut. him. And the zombie gets him. And then you have Vingrams getting out of the, uh, yeah. out of the back. The very next cut is him in the exact same spot. Like, we haven't moved camera. Steve didn't go anywhere. He just got out of the van and then got disappeared by the zombie. No, no. And then Ving Rams pops out two seconds later. No, he pops out. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he, he pops out of the same hole. And then Anna <laughs> shows up and she tries to go back in there. And she's like, he's like, no, everyone's dead. Steve, Steve left. And, um,. And so she goes in there anyway and looks. Well, she looks and she sees, you know, <laughs> she sees chainsaw and gay man on the floor. And she's like, ah, shit. And then they start leaving. And then there's zombie Steve who then gets up from the front of the bus. He's like, rah! Rah, zombie yeah, you, Steve. You see him initially and you're like, oh, is he okay? Because he just looks like roughed up, but maybe not zombied. And then he does like almost the, uh, what was that movie? Uh, the Happening? Was that it? Where it's Don Sutherland and going, ah! Uh, invasion of the body it, snatchers isn't isn't that, that it? where he goes yeah ah! I get the worst. yeah 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 that, that, that. Um, uh, so yeah so it, it seems kind of like a reference to that almost like again so, not subtle and then they're like but... and then Anna's like don't worry I got it and then she's like fucking gleeful as shit to shoot Steve in the head yeah like she just she just goes boom and Steve goes down and it's like. Is that your character development? Is that what your character... Because before you were like, no, we can't do it! Yeah, she, it, it is, actually. She, she goes from... She, she goes from the, the nice, like, oh, I'm going to check on the neighbor girl because she's skating backwards and that's cool to, oh, we have to save everybody to, no, just blow this fucker away. The second I know he's a zombie, he's gone. Because she says that earlier. It's set up in the movie. Uh, maybe it was not her, maybe it was somebody else. But but somebody had, had said something to him about that, and he goes, "If I ever turn to one of those zombies, I want you to put one right in my head." And they did, they did. That's what happened. And, and so again, set up payoff by Snyder Standards. So anyway, by Snyder Standards, yeah. So she starts running away. She, then she's like, "Oh fuck!" She remembers to run back and like searches through Steve's shit, 
And then like they're like, get to the bus, get to the bus. The, the zombies are coming around the corner. Ah, zombies come around the corner. And so they they're running, they're running. Like and Anna's lagging behind. And because of that, like the zombies get to the other bus. By the time that she gets there, they like pull her in. Like the zombies they are attacking. Barely get in time. And they take off. And she, they were like, what the fuck was that? And she holds up the keys to the boat. Uh, Set up and pay off. <laughs> it's there, motherfuckers. First five minutes gets paid off in the third act. Like, again, I'm not saying it's good set up and pay off. I'm just saying it exists. It's there. It is making points there. It's I don't there. know if they land. I don't know if they're good things to talk Grabbing about. I don't know the what the keys. fuck he means by them. But he is doing these things on purpose. It's not just happenstance. This is deliberate, this is deliberate filmmaking here. Okay, so and then and then like you you could tell that something happened to Michael, but they don't show it yet, and so they drive the way on. it's cut. You're like, oh man, did he get did he get hurt? Like you can tell like he was close. Something something happened. So then they're driving, and then once again they're hitting every goddamn every boat and everything <laughs> in the parking lot. I'm like, what is happening? They drive better. Fuck. Anyway, so they get to the boat, and then they, so they they start loading up. But no, no wait, no, no, they crash. Right, they end up kind of crashing. And then, the so, so you have you have Bing Rames, you have Anna, you have Michael, you have Dipship Security Guard, CJ, uh, and who who is that? It those just those four, right? Uh, no, it, it let's see, it's CJ, Mike. Bing Rames, Michael, Anna, and then uh, uh, young guy, is it, is young guy, and the daughter, young guy, and the daughter, yeah, young guy, and the daughter are still there, and Chips, the dog. And chips. The dog. Oh my god, chips actually live. Chips is still. They go- get chips back. <laughs> they do like, get- when they go to check on the daughter, she's actually okay. Like it, it bait and switches you into thinking she's gotten eaten, but they go in there, blow Andy's head off, and then find her in the closet. Okay. Well, yeah. So they got her and the dog back. So it's those six, seven of you the dog. So they crash the truck, and they're like, "Oh shit! Like we need to get out of here." And so for some reason, main agro security guard. Like, doesn't leave the truck. Everyone else is, like, leaving the truck, and he's like, no, uh, I'll stay here. And it's like, well, why? He, he says he's going back for, for supplies, I thought. Like, he's getting the duffel bags out and stuff. But they still have some of the uh, improvised explosive devices in the van. But whatever. They they, they, they they crash into the dock, though, and I think that actually does make a difference. So it's like, okay, so the zombies didn't overwhelm the truck. And they set up him setting, uh, putting a big propane tank. I mean, like, huge. Like, this tall propane tank in the truck. They set that up earlier. That they just put a, like, is I, this I, the first time we've seen it? Or were they? No, no, no. They saw, they, Michael, no, uh, CJ worked on it. Like, he yeah, was making this bomb. He set this up. And so they are, uh, uh, the bus is being overwhelmed by zombies. Like, he's being the, the bait, essentially. And it, it ends up happening. And everyone else is getting to the, getting to the boat, and he's like, oh, "Do I have? Uh, do I have what he said?" Well, anyway, they made the act. They made the asshole stay behind because they would like, give him a redeeming heroic moment. So he's getting fucking attacked. He then like lights a flare with the, he lights a flare with a gun. He shoots the end of the flare with his pistol. Boom! Flares on, and he's like, he says something, and then like. Boom! Big ass explosion, and all those zombies are gone. And he, <laughs> and so now they're at the boat, going like, "Oh my God, he sacrificed himself." And then Michael, Michael's like, "Oh fuck! Like, you guys gotta go without me." And Anna's like, "No, Michael, I can help you." Like, no, there's nothing you can be done. And he's completely right now. He's completely right. There's nothing you can do for me. Look, I'm bit. Like, I got. We he says go. some goofy shit. Like, I'm just gonna watch the sunrise or something. Like, I got. I'm gonna enjoy the sunrise. <laughs> 
Like, don't don't worry about me. You can help. No, you can't help me. You can help them. Like, go help them. And then then she's just like, ah! and it's like, dude, didn't your like significant other just die? Like, not that they, long. They ago? did establish that, that these two have apparently hooked up. Like, they do fuck at one point, not on screen because they're the you know, main people, but uh, they they are definitely in some sort of relationship by this point. At but least again, in like casual sex terms. And again, it's like, damn, dude. And then like now, she, uh, uh, here's what I wrote. Right, I wrote, oh no, Michael got bit. Oh no, also so brave. And then she's so <laughs> she's so distraught because another PP is a zombie. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and and as it starts to fade out, you see him on the dock as they kind of start to float and the, away. The, and and the sun's rising. Gun. The sun's rising. Yeah, and he's getting to see the sunrise. And you see him kind of look at it and go. Puts the puts the gun underneath his chin, and then it and cuts then, to, it cuts to her. It cuts to her, just looking off into the docks, and then it fades to black gunshot. Yeah, like a credit a, start. Jay, but, uh, and yeah, that's it. That's, that's no, the movie. no, it is not the movie. But there's an epilogue because no. it's Zack Snyder. Because it's Zack Snyder, motherfucker. So <laughs> we have an epilogue that plays through the entire credit roll. Now, so wait though. So wait though. During the during the earlier montage, you had uh, Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine playing Down with the Sickness cover, right? So here's what it, it's it's sad face, cut the black gunshot like a fucking student film. It is so fucking bad. But then, <laughs> but then, the real Down with the Sickness starts playing. Disturbed. Like the stirs yeah. down with the sickness starts playing, and not just the song. It's specifically the moment. In the song that is usually never on the radio, it's the yeah, moment yeah, yeah. that is the fucking mother beating him. Yeah, that's that, what it starts ooh. on. It starts on like, "Oh, mommy, don't do it! Oh, don't do it again, mom!" And it's just like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> and don't make me watch this movie again. And so, okay. but, then, but then we go to no, 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 sorry, sorry, no, no, no. Th- those are actually first. I think. Sorry, I got that wrong. I got that wrong. Yeah, the song is after the, the epilogue credits. The, the song is after the what? It's a, it's a punk song starts. A punk song, like a real kind of like weird, uh, like just a punk yeah. grunge song, and then it it it, 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 it it's here's directed by whatever, and it cuts off credits, and then you start seeing a, a home video. Yeah, and it starts off with tits. So it start, the first thing you do is see titties because it's trying to be like, don't leave just yet. We got titties. Yeah. Titty, titty, titty. So this is on the boat, too. Like, you're seeing her, like, in a bikini with, with it coming off. And then you see Steve uh, and her chilling. Steve, the oh. asshole. So, so now you're like, okay, this is Steve's camp. We're seeing Steve's footage from pre-zombie. Uh, and then at a certain point, it kind of cuts over and you hear the survivors talking. They're recording Steve. over with his camera. And they're like, where'd yeah, you so find found that? Footage. Yeah. We shifted to found footage in the, in the credits here. Uh, and you see them like looking for food in the boat. There's not much available. Like it's it's maggoty and infested and all that. Like they don't have a lot of resources. And I guess this is a fucking great lake because like they seem like they're on the water for days with no land in sight. But it is very much so a lake that has islands. They they mention that explicitly. Mm-hmm. So it's a lake that they're they're I mean seafaring. Uh, you see a buoy at one point. You see a, a, a boat. It, well, it, it, the the montage of the home video is also like so. You see the food that's rotten, so you can sell. They're at, they're running low on food, and then the, you see the fuel gauge down. Yeah, the, the hit E. Yeah. So they're like, oh fuck, they're running low on supplies, and like they see they see they see a boat like a small little like a dinghy. Fishing boat. It's like a little dinghy. They go up to it. And then they open up the chest, and it's just like there's a head in the in the ice chest. Yeah, and it's like there, there's a cooler, and you're like, oh, food, and you open it up, and it's all still operating zombie head. And so they like, shoot it, shoot it, and then it cuts out again. And again, this is just like 
the the video comes up, face to black, more credits, uh, video, face to black, more credits. Like it's and doing it'll, that. It'll intersperse like a, a frame or two from Steve and then back to them re-recording. Like it's trying to make sure you're aware that this is found footage on the camera. Mm-hmm. Don't it's, forget that. It's found footage. So then, um, and then again, the, as, as when it shows the out of fuel thing, is that the punk music that was there at the beginning, like once things start going bad, like with no fuel, the music just goes away and there's no music. So it's like credits and like interspersed them going like, oh fuck, like what do we do? Uh, like it's, it turns into the fucking uh, Blair Witch Project. And like, oh, there's the island. And like they, they, get, they get to the dock of the island and the dog just takes off and like, oh, chips. And then Let's like, back. and so the entire, the entire time, because like the music's gone now. So when they're cutting, they're cutting in and out of the video footage, it makes, it's making these weird, like video sounds that I don't really like. They're so synthetic. It's that whole, like, it's a glitchy video sound. Like, right. I hated that. Like it, it really, like, even for what it was, that's I was like, fair. that's dumb. So then, then you start hearing zombies. Ah! So now there's zombies like storming the boat, the camera that falls over and it's now on its side as zombies are running and then that's when it cuts to to black like they get they finally get to this island there's a shit ton of zombies they're now being swarmed and then it cuts to the real down with the sickness where it's talking about where it's the fucking mom beating him part <laughs> and that's the movie where it, it it there's no hope like it it no hope again none <sighs> Okay, and that again, I think, is Snyder in a small, tiny way trying to pay homage to the original. But the original had hope at the end. It didn't. It for Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Sorry, I, I wasn't clear. Night of the Living Dead is bleak. There it you is go. not in positively. There is one survivor. Spoilers for a movie that's like forty years old, and in the the uh, it's it's free source. Like you, anybody can play that shit now. Uh, Anyway, um, the 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 last guy is is a black guy, which is kind of crazy for the time. Romero was Ken all Forey, about right? that's Ken Forey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Romero was all about like just pushing social boundaries. Like his movies were meant to be commentary. Uh, and so after he survived, everybody else has died. Like we've slowly seen every one of the survivors in this get picked off one by one in this house that they're hiding out at. And he's in the basement having survived. And you see like a, a posse of people come up. Oh, like oh yeah, we're you know great he's gonna survive he's gonna live and then they open the door to the basement with him there and they just fucking shoot him no no no. what ends up happening is no he leaves the house and there's people in the distance and you're like ah fucking people there to save him and so he starts walking towards them they then shoot him and then it cuts to that group of people and they're like oh another one got him all right well right i think it was a different one. There's another one that ends with the the basement thing, which is again the same kind of ending. It's the you can survive all of this and you're still dead at the end. Like it doesn't. Right. Yeah. Bad. So everyone, everyone who was throughout the entire movie of Night of the Living Dead is dead. Dawn of the Dead ends with a very much more hopeful like helicopter rescue ending. Right. And then Land of the Dead has another kind of more bleak ending. But like yeah, so this one definitely like it ended with them on the boat and getting away. And like if you didn't see any of the epilogue. It'd been like, okay, well, they got to the boat. Like, the rest is up to your imagination. But Zack Snyder was like, no, 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 no. No, no. I have to tell you, and let me, I have to entice you with titties first, but I have to tell you what's going to happen to these people. And uh, they don't make it. Uh, Get fucked. Well, actually, we don't actually know for sure. 
the the camera kind of slowly falls, but we don't really see what happens to them. So in a way, you can still interpret that as them getting back on the boat and running away. That that's Snyder's version with of going, with, with oh, no well, now fuel? it's left up to your own devices. No like, fuel. No, you end the movie at the end, and then you leave it up to people's own devices. You you don't do that and then finish it up for them and then leave maybe a hint of something. Like it's like you want to have his cake and eat it too. It's not Inception, it's, right? Uh, and so I, I, I leaves you with questions at the end. Was it real? Was it not? Who? No, this one is kind of like they get. Oh, by the way, they did get to that island, and zombies start attacking them. Do they make it? Like, well, you already showed they have no fucking fuel, so like, there's no running away. There's nothing they can do. They floated to the island. Right, at the just push off the deck and, and then starve to death in the boat. Uh, yeah, there, there's no hope. Um, I, I want to read you a quote from Zack Snyder about this movie. Ooh. Because I have I have opinions about how this all came about. Uh, he says, I had no desire to remake the picture. Reinterpretation is what we wanted to do. Re-envision it. We put some steroids into it. And yeah, that's exactly what they did. They they didn't they didn't understand the themes they were working with much. At least Snyder didn't. Uh, he references things from the other movies, but he abandons everything that made Romero movies Romero movies. Romero is is dead set on slow zombies. Romero effectively invented the concept of zombies, modern zombies as we know them. Uh, he, he invented the idea of a zombie movie. He basically created that genre. Uh, he, he's he's the king of zombies, and if he says slow zombies, I think you should stick with that. I'm. Uh, it, I'm it's happened no, in a couple of movies where I'm okay with it, but I'm fine speaking, I do with not fast like zombies. Fast zombies. I'm fine with them because again, but it's one of those things where if, as long as you are sticking to your own rules, you make up your own fucking rules, you stick to your own fucking rules. Like, and that's why it's like, yeah, bit turn quickly. Cause no, cause and here's, and here's the thing about, uh, 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 what both you and L were both saying about like, ah, well, it's after you die, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. Anna explicitly says there's a line in the fucking movie where it's like, no, if it was a bite, uh, they would have turned already. I know. I've seen it. So, like, there's a timeline and it's an express thing. It's a rule I, that I is set. So, like, the fact that, like, some people are just like, eh, I'm going to be bit for, like, you know, forever. Like, fucking Michael, when he got bit on the truck. So, from the time that the truck gets bit, they drive down to the dock, crash, explosion. He's still fine. And it's just like, eh. And then he shoots himself in the head. Yeah, the dock thing, too. I, I wanted to go back to that for just a second. I think the intention was always to crash into the dock and blow it up. I think that was the plan. It's not told to us. But I think they intended to get to that dock, crash the car into it, and then blow it up so they would not be attacked Chased. by anybody as they're trying to get on the boat and get unmoored. At least it's a, it's a floating dock, so as soon as you know you blow the, the connection to land, they can't get on it anymore. I think that was the intention. I think that's why he stays to try and prep something. I think he's prepping the bomb, which is why CJ is still stuck there when the zombies. But, but the, the whole thing is that they crashed for no reason. I think, right? But again, what, what I think is that they crashed into the dock on purpose. I think that was part of the plan. Mm. We just weren't made privy to it. The plan was to crash the the truck mm. into the dock so you could block it off from the zombies, blow it up so they can't get into us as we're loading the boat up, then get on the boat and haul ass. I, I just it, that's the only reason that any of that would make any sense to me. Um, it, it does track okay with me. Yeah, I, I said I don't have a problem with that, like necessarily specifically. It's just that, like, you then end it on such a bleak note. Like the the bleak note could have just been, like, you can't like the 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 suicide. You already did the student film cut to black thing. 
Like you didn't need to go also like, ha by the way, they made it to the island. Again, he wanted to have his cake and eat it too. It's very clear he wanted to do both. Um, and, and again, the, the theme of no hope, I think, is what makes slow zombies more viable as a storytelling element. Because it, to me, at least, it's always been very similar to Michael Myers and Halloween, where it's it's not their speed that's going to get you. It's the fact that they never stop. These are, are an entity or an enemy that does not sleep. It does not eat. It does not have any waste or energy needs. It just will forever wage total war on you. There is no escape. Because that, that is the theme of Halloween is that you don't have to r- worry about Michael Myers running. He's not going to. He's just going to walk slowly until you fuck yourself up and then he's going to kill you. And I think that's what Romero was going for with the slow zombies was these are inevitable. It doesn't matter what happens. There's no hope because all you can do is outrun it. You will never outlive the zombies. You'll never escape them. They'll never stop. It's just a matter of you surviving until they get you. And I think that plays better in those themes than Fast Zombies does. I, that's just my personal opinion. But it doesn't. Sh- I've been watching zombie sh- movies my entire life. It doesn't life, so change anything movies. for this movie, though. Not for this movie, but again, I, I think the reason why Romero thinks it's so important is because it's meant to be that shuffling, shambling, you know, inevitability. It's it's Thanos. I am inevitable. Zombies are inevitable. You can't get away from them. You get away from one on one coast, and there's another set of them on the different coast. Like it doesn't matter where you go, there's always just going to be zombies. But uh, no, but the, the thing the thing with Romero was not like about the zombies though. It was about that like the people that like yeah you have this this existential threat right of the zombies, but like your fellow people were also the bigger threat, and he, it, that was a thing throughout his zombie movies. Right, but again, I it think was the, the reason why. But I think the reason why it works is because the threat isn't like a, a flash in the pan threat. It's a slow boil, inevitable end. There is no beating the zombie apocalypse. It's just slowly. But, but that isn't what the the conflict. The, the zombie apocalypse itself is not really necessarily. If that's just the, the framework. Of Which one are we talking here? Fucking all of them. Both. Okay, well, what that, I'm saying Night is, Night of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Land of the Dead. Like the whether or not the they're slow or fast, the Romero, the Romero zombie movies other than the one that was like the found weird. footage that like yeah, no like one, one saw i saw i didn't like it holy shit romero had lost yeah, the, lost the plot there but anyway but I, i'm not saying <laughs> that's what he i'm not saying that's what he built the plot off of i'm saying that that was the framework for what the plots were but but, each, but you're but you're each, putting again you're putting this emphasis that like ah it's about the zombie no it was about what happens no no when, i'm not putting the emphasis on zombies Romero explicitly says zombies are slow. Like, it, at least he did until he passed away. But he, he was big on that, and he was very upset at these zombies being done fast, even though he is still a producer on them. That was against his wishes. And for some reason, it's really important to him that zombies are slow. And the reason why I think that is is because they are meant to be seen as an inevitability, not as an ever-present danger that could just pop up and, and you know attack you. It's meant to be, oh, this is always going to happen. In the original Dawn of the Dead, they're much more aware of zombies. Zombies are shuffling around the mall. They're, they're not nearly as isolated. They, they know it's happening. That's why they're trying to build a plan to get to the MacGuffin and get out. Uh, which is still kind of this, too. Like, But every time they have a plan to go somewhere, they immediately find out that that place is gone. Like, I really do think the, the no-hope angle is what Snyder's trying to say here. But I think slow zombies would have told that story better. Uh, crazy as that sounds, I think it would have. Again, yeah, I don't have a ton and, and, and of horror movie specifics, but slow zombies is something I'm really passionate about. But and again, it's one of those things where like I could give two fucks about, but like because because here's here's Romero's quote, right? 
Because they asked him, what do you think about fast zombies, the kind we see in video games and movies like 28 Days Later? He goes, well, I took a big swipe at them in this film. There's a running gag in the movie that dead things don't move fast. Partially, it's a matter of taste. I remember Christopher Lee's mummy movies where the, uh, where the thing was this big old lumbering thing that was just walking towards you, and you could blow full of holes, and it would keep coming. And in the original Halloween, Michael Myers never ran. He just sort of calmly walked across the lawn. What across did I say? The- Hold on. To me, that's scarier. This inexorable thing coming at you, and you can't figure out how to stop it. Aside from that, I do have my rules in my head of what's logical and what's not. I don't think zombies can run. Their ankles would snap, and they haven't had uh, uh, they haven't taken out memberships to curves. <laughs> Whoa! So we had to have that little little sexism equipped there at the end. Fun. Uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, like he he prefer he prefers slow things, but I think like. It's more, it's more like yeah, that makes that terrifying in like his mind. But like when you see how he frames like all the movies, if you see, like, uh, um... again, I just I think that's what he was thinking there. And it turns out that I'm I'm on the money there. Like that's what he's going for is that, that inevitability is what's scary to him. Uh, I, I mean, because otherwise <laughs> the zombies could be replaced by anything. They could be animals. They could be aliens. Could be whatever. Uh, but like the. the, the I- I guess just the idea of like, it does, yeah, I, I kind of get where he where he's coming. Where it's just like, yeah, if you 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 can run away from them, but when you get to the other side of where you're going, and they're already there, like, but, but that's just to make that again. That's to make a uh, uh, plot device itself scary, because like again, one of the things that um, he put forth, even starting from Night of the Living Dead was that, yes, the zombies themselves, scary, big threat, but the other threat is also your fellow man. Like, it's, right. the, reason, it's, that, the, reason why, it's the reason why when Ken Forey leaves the thing, they're like, ah, you did it, and then so a person shoots him. He didn't die from a zombie. Yes. A person that, that's, shoots him. Don that that dead, is the, 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 the fight. Word. The fight was uh, surviving with, with a bunch of assholes, and I think that's, right. that's the thing that Zack Snyder picked up on, and that's why right. security right. guards are so fucking, like, over-the-top dickheads. And why two of them have redemption arcs. Uh, the third dies because a zombie is... Uh, a legless zombie is... A legless zombie gets Climbing him. along the pipes and then jumps down like, ah, and gets on his back and attacks him. And you're just like, okay, fine, fuck that guy. Uh, but, gets, but, but I, I want to read you... I want to read you the headline of an article <laughs> that I found while doing research on this. Uh, so this is from Horror Geek Life, uh, which is something i don't know uh but anyway uh landon evanson's the the byline author uh celebrating cj dawn of the dead's tale of redemption people genuinely think that cj had a redemption arc like people watch this movie and take that away from this like obviously that's what it's intended but it's just not set up well it, it doesn't it doesn't flow i mean it's 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 again in Zack snyder standards that is a redemption arc it's super subtle like, on, on the Zack snyder curve that is a redemption arc yeah and it's I again, it's one of those things where like that's that's a character that I feel should not have had a redemption arc. He didn't really. He just happened to be the one who was in the way. When he was proven I mean, he, right again, it's one of those things where like you make this asshole be home of all this terrible shit. Right? He reads one article in Cosmo, and then suddenly he's doing the right thing. But like, even though he's a piece of shit, he's right in the end. America yeah, always finds a way to sort of They would have been fine. America always sorts its shit out. (laughs) But again, his his heroic sacrifice isn't 
really. It's not like he had an option. He was already dead. He just makes sure to go ahead and do the thing he was supposed to do anyway. But again, like he, it, he does it, not sacrifice himself. He just finishes the plan and also dies. That's just how it's framed. And again, on the Zack Snyder curve, yeah, fucking no, that, give him a loot and a fucking flag, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's played like it's a heroic sacrifice. That's how it's shot. That's how the music is going. That's how you're supposed to feel about it. But it's not there. People just infer it because it's set up, but he doesn't actually pay it off. It's not there. CJ is not a good character. He's uh, not a redeeming character. Uh, again, but again, when you look at it through the Zack Snyder lens, that's 100% what that was. Yeah. And that's why, again, it's fucking like, this person's not deserving of this fucking moment. Like, yeah. this, no. Like, that guy should have been fucking bit somewhere else along the line, uh, like, to prove that, like, yeah, fuck this dude. But no. The Zack Snyder's vision is this guy went out a fucking hero. Like, this guy... Yeah. The... The Romero version of this would be they give him the axe to, to go run to the sewers and then he immediately just like axes him to death. Like that's more Romero than anything else. You, you, you don't trust people in Romero movies. You can trust people that you already knew ahead of time. But trusting anybody else, adding anybody to the party is always the doom of the party. It's what it's what kills everybody in these movies. Yeah, he would have turned um, on them to try to get a gun and then like it would have been we lost that person and we lost this guy. Yeah, like, but that never happened because again, Zack Snyder's like this guy's the hero, guys. Yeah, he's the secret hero. Because as as Kim was saying, Romero's idea was very much the zombies seem like the threat, but it's really the people that are the problem. And that and that's and that's again, that's where Zack Snyder you can see missed the point of where entire like CJ should have been the villain there in that moment at the gun shop. Like it was tragic they had to kill Andy, but like that was that was the point where CJ could have turned. Yeah. And that would have been like the, uh, uh, the, the enough of a twist to where you have to uh, they lose a member, doesn't matter who it is, they lose a member, and they have to kill him. And then it's like now they're down even more people. And then the person who does the the tactical drag would have been like being ranged or something, because that could have been his arc. Because remember he was like fuck y'all, I'm out of here, fuck you guys. He cared more about his, his brother than he did about. And then his like I, then his arc could have been I'm here for you guys now. Like, we're doing what we can. That should have been being Rames's arc and not CJ's arc. Yeah, and that's, almost too many characters. If they, if they consolidated like three or four of the characters down, I think it would have worked better. There's several that, that are almost impossible to tell the difference. The first time you see uh, the the curly headed blonde girl who's in lingerie, you almost don't realize that's not Anna. Like, true. <laughs> L didn't realize she was like, was that Anna? No, it, it's different. There's no. The, there's no the, reason. The why lead she... actress is not going to get slammed on screen in a. Uh, <laughs> in, in a theatrical release, this is not NC seventeen era. Uh, no, she yeah, she 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 fucking the shower at the start of the movie, right? Okay, it, but she, but foggy foggy are... mirror, not literally like completely naked over like a, a Starbucks counter, just back and forth. I mean, my god, yeah, he's, he's, and he's just like exorbitant. Steve was like fucking rodeo, like rodeo. He's in filming the... it. He's got a he's yeah, got a remote in his hand to a, a a camera that's set up on a tripod. And he, he hits the button. You see it go record, and he's just sitting there doggy style. And you're like, my god, like we're not even like again around with this. It's so bad. It's the so idea is meant bad. to be that they're indulging in all of their whims, but their whims are apparently to wear lingerie. Smoke cigarettes. Put on heels. And put on heels. Like, at least go out and let him wear the full fucking outfit. Like, my God. No. He, he, one heel. You, get, right. one, you get one heel. Because he's gay, so now he wants to put on a heel. Yep. 
Like it's the dumb. It's the dumbest shit. But that, that, that's it's what just, I was saying. It, it's fine. All the queers are the same. Just just throw one in there and it'll work. But but that's why I'm saying in terms of like it wouldn't matter. Like I understand that it's from like again like you said it's a matter of taste. Romero said it's a matter of taste because like even if when you go into the land of the dead, by the time you get to that third movie, right? And they're they're doing experimentations in the lab, and he's like, and pick, the guy's picking up the phone, trying to make sure like does he, does he remember things? Like it's still the people that are the bad guys, regardless of what's happening with with the zombies around them. The people are the fucking bad guys in the situation, and Zack Snyder did not get that. Like right. this movie does not understand that it isn't about the zombies being the bad guys. So like fast or slow doesn't matter because the theming needs to be. That your danger, like when shit collapses, the danger around you is other people, and that's why I'm saying like they, they make CJ out to be the correct one. He's like, we're not bringing any of these people in. Good call, dude. It's just the shame you're a piece of shit. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like you were right. He was right. Like had they not brought those people in, they'd probably Again. be okay. Nearly everybody in this movie is correct on their tactical assessments. The only reason things go shit or tits up is because people follow their emotions. Like, they have a plan to get the, the dog to Andy. It, it more or less works. It, it fails in, in practice, but the idea is good. And then Girl gets upset about the, the dog and drives a truck over there, and that fucks up everything. Now we have to adjust the plan. Ah, that's uh, when you, let, you cut her loose. She's dead. Fuck her. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, when they make emotional decisions, that's when things go bad. She made an emotional decision to go after the dog. That led to them making a poor tactical decision, which wasn't necessarily a bad idea. Let's get the guns. But it was spurred on by her driving over there in, in, a, in a tizzy. And that's what blows the whole thing up. Like, that, that destroys the whole plan. Every time they make a decision based on any sort of emotion, uh, uh, the, the pregnant zombie lady was an emotional choice he knows she's dead he's not surprised when she dies he's just hopeful that she can die but still have the kid which is a crazy emotional thing and not smart you should cut your losses but you can't tell a person who's just lost everyone now uh the the girl who goes after the dog is emotional because she just lost her dad and presumably other people too like she watched her father just be they, fine they talk, one they talk, they and an hour brothers. later be dead they talked about the brothers and stuff as well yeah, so I mean, she's lost everybody. They're, the the poor decisions are not unsupported within the narrative. They're just really bad emotional decisions. And every time somebody makes one, it destroys all of the sound logic they've put up so far. All right, so Fat, based purely on what we've said, what are your thoughts on the movie? One out of five stars. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it seems like such a bad movie. <laughs> it, it's not as bad as we're deconstructing it to be, but like it's maybe, very, maybe maybe it's I very... have seen this movie and I just don't remember it. Maybe. And I know that there are like certain things from like that I've watched and enjoyed when I was a kid that I would not go back and rewatch because right. in my mind it's like, oh, you know, it's it's a good show. That's most of the Land of the Dead series, whatever. Like Land of the Dead was really rough. It was interesting, but rough. And, I uh, I, yeah, I right. disagree about Land of the Dead. I think Land of the Dead has a lot more. That's one with Leguizamo, right? That's what? That's one with Leguizamo. No. What if I was Joe Leguizamo? I thought that was Land. Of the Dead. But yeah. I, oh, I, I maybe. Don't... I'm thinking of something else. Then 
I'm thinking of Day of the Dead, not Land of the Dead. I'm thinking Day of the Dead. Yeah, Land of the Dead I did not like much. It was Land of the Dead of, is same with Diary uh, of the Dead, where you're just like... Land of the Dead was basically like the plot of fucking the Super Mario Brothers movie, but in zombies. <laughs> it, it, it's, 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 you just got a giant... You're right. It's not too far off from New Vegas. Land of, like, Land of the Dead is the one with John Leguizamo. You're right. I'm thinking of yeah, Day of the Dead. I'm, that's the one. I'm Land of the Dead is where they've gotten like a... a a high-rise building that they've secured and so like mm-hmm. if you're poor you live on the ground in like a camp but if you're rich you live in the high-rise like a completely normal like pre-war it was a societal cast uh yeah. class system uh, and so that commentary. one's like okay we're gonna do the social commentary but we're gonna beat you over the fucking head with it there's some cool stuff in there because there's like a zombie that kind of starts to gain some consciousness or sentience and, and some other stuff he's got cool people in it but like it's just off the rails. <laughs> no, I like I'm, it. I'm, I'm, those, I'm I like thinking it Day of the Dead. I'm thinking Day of the Dead when I was, I was talking about Day of the Dead was good. Like in terms of, it's not the zombies that are the fucking bad guys. It's the people, right. and like people fucking up is what leads the zombies to have their opening. Like that. That's that's kind of the whole thing. But yeah, in, in terms of like Zack Snyder trying to like re, redo this one, I'm just. I just don't he, think he gets it. Why even call it a redo? It. He didn't redo it. Like he did a whole other thing yeah. that was kind of loosely like based on the concept. <laughs> right. Or right. Yeah. It, it, it's not. Well, it, no, because again, like, because again, there isn't a lot to, except for Day of the Dead. That one has a lot more to it. Like Night of the Living Dead and and Dawn of the Dead. Like, it's more about setting, and then like the the overall threat. So, like, the fact that they're in a mall and then the zombie threat is the thing is really all you need, and then everything else inserted is still the same movie, essentially, because of that. Because there isn't a lot there isn't a lot of meat uh, in terms of... Like, there's a lot of plot, right? It's basically, we're at a mall, survive. Everything else is just, like, put, is, is what you put on top of that. Yeah. But, I mean, Night of the Living Dead was kind of the same way. It's effectively a, a bottle movie. It's it's one location. Exactly. It's two locations, technically, but, like, it's one. But that's and exactly what I mean. To it. That's exactly what I mean. But, but it, and I think that was part of the limitation of the day. Like, it was shot in black and white. It was a very low-budget indie film, so they didn't have a lot of money to work with. So they had to work with, like, really low-budget constraints, which made for a really compelling movie. The black and white is actually compelling for the setting. The fact that they had to use slow shambling zombies that didn't look like anything but a person really was, you know, Helpful. good for the movie. It worked. Uh, because you, half the movie is just you sitting around watching these survivors go, what the fuck do we do? Right. And, and then, like, you're, and, you're, and, and, you're and that's scared what I mean. too. You and, that, and that's what I mean by, like, it wouldn't matter if these fuckers could run. Like, the theme is about, like, what happens in this shelter, in the house, in the mall. And then that's why I'm saying Day of the Dead has this, is the only one that, like, if you had to remake it, you have to go a little more into it because there is like the military industrial complex part of it and yada, yada, yada. Right. But like, but Dawn the dead, like they, you take the, you take the, the mall setting and the zombies and then you just kind of fill it with whatever the fuck you want. And that's basically a Dawn right. of the dead movie. Right. Like you can, wow. you can totally do things different. Now, again, uh, Elle just asked, do you think we're gonna get a new crop of zombie movies out of the coronavirus? No. We're gonna get not coronavirus, not zombie movies, but pandemic movies. Yeah, the, not the same thing. I I do think you'll definitely see the pandemic start to crop into other stuff too. You'll you'll see 
But you'll I mean, see, we've already seen that happen, but you might see a zombie movie that makes use of the pandemic, not because of zombies, but because of pandemic. You'll probably see rom-coms that are developed out of wacky scenarios from the pandemic. Like, how do you, oh, how do you can, socially distance dating? We can only date through Zoom. Oh, it's a movie entirely shot through Zoom. That's a real thing that happened. Well, I mean, the friend, friended and unfriended or whatever the fuck, like... But that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we are going to start to see things that pop up that certainly allude to pandemics more. I mean, we've already had the, the pandemic movie with Contagion. That pretty much is the COVID movie. Uh, we're just lucky. That well, we really seem super fucking heroic and we do the right thing. Yeah, I, again, I, I think actually... We, we might because of this, just because there is definitely a connection between the people who get bit and don't tell you and people who don't wear masks when they go outside right now. Like those are the same people. Uh, and, and I think that's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how you do that in a movie. I'm not a filmmaker. Well, all, 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 all it has to be then, all it has to be is an I Am Legend prequel where... Ooh. Where Ooh. the reason why it spread so fast starring Jaden. No, the reason yes. the reason why yes. uh, it spread so fast because they were kind of like, you can't tell me what to do, and they're like, guys, people are changing, and they're like, my rights. No, I mean that that really. I, I think we'll my see something like Zombie Land. I think we'll see something like Zombie Land touch on that. Not necessarily that property, but something like that where it's a, a comedy element. Um, I, I think. I I, I, I just I just I, I don't even want to think about what the pandemic is going to bring because there's already. Like, you know, there's a flood of scripts already hitting, like, all yeah. that shit. And it's like, it's going to be absolutely awful. Uh, yep. I, and I, I can't wait to see, like, a lot of directed videos starring some random actor doing things. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, thought, like, thoughts? I'm going to be honest. I, I'm now kind of glad I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> Here's what you should do instead. If you want to get the same kind of premise, but watch. I mean, like, I, I probably five. will. If I can find a copy of it. I, I think it's definitely worth watching the original 70s, Throne of the Dead. It's a much better film. I think I, think I need to go back and watch those. I also think it's worth watching Shaun of the Dead. I've seen that uh, one. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead uh, actually came out like the same week in some places as Dawn of the Dead 2004. Uh, but it's obviously referencing the 70s, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. But, but it's a movie in which... <laughs> It's the only movie I've ever seen where they've acknowledged that zombies are a thing, and this is completely fucking ridiculous to call that this. Like, at one point, uh, Simon and Nick Frost are in the house. They just dealt with Pete Serafinowitz. And, and Nick Frost is like, there's fucking zombies out there. And, and, and Simon Pegg's like, don't use the Z word. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, it's the only time I've ever seen a movie be actually genre-aware like that. So uh, I really love that. The Dawn of the Dead 2004 came out March 19th. And then Shaun of the Dead came out in September. Yeah, so it, that so was American few, releases, but I want to say like Europe somewhere they had to move Shaun of the Dead back because they were supposed to come out the same week. Like the Dawn of the Dead remake and the spoof title yeah, movie. Now, now, now that I kind of cannot remember, cannot I think get I remember watching Shaun of the Dead because I was like, oh, I think I'd rather watch this one because it looks silly. I, I I watched Shaun of the Dead having no knowledge of what it was or really much of Edgar Wright at all at that point. Uh, and yeah. was just thoroughly enthralled. Like that, that became my okay. Love of Edgar Wright. Okay, I, I found, I found, I found what you're you're talking about. March nineteenth, two thousand four was Dawn of the Dead, and mm-hmm. then April 9th was in the UK. So right. not even a month. I think they actually did move it back because they were slated within to within within a couple of weeks. Time. That's that's pretty great. That's pretty great. 
I definitely think not, they, uh, not that you've watched this bad movie, come watch our movie. Right. Uh, well, I mean, it's good for them to come out right after. Like, people will assume that you're spoofing that movie, even though it's not. It's it's not spoofing the movie necessarily at all. It's 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 it, a parody. It's not even a parody. It's, it's not honest really, to really God. It's played honest straight. Played straight. But it's with people who are aware what zombies are, so they make different decisions than we would. Like. But it, they know but, that zombies are zombies, so at one point they're like, "Well, if we just fucking act like zombies, they won't know that we're real." So they uh, do all I, that. I, th- and I think there's a difference. Though. There's a difference between like, because I, I don't know, I don't know what I would call it, because it's not necessarily a parody. It's it, and and it's where it, I, it's a comedy. It's, it's it, a hard comedy. It's where I just, it's hard to distinguish because I think I think of Mel Brooks. Spaceballs is not necessarily a a a parody it's because it's as much as it references a lot of things from star wars obviously like it plays a very straight narrative of its sci-fi setting blazing saddles very straightforward narrative of its western setting it's not necessarily being like guys you've seen you know you've seen those westerns like like no it's not it's not necessarily it has its own thing going Okay, but Spaceballs did have a part where they cut to watching the movie in the movie in the VHS case. Like, there's definitely some there's meta. There's meta in those that, that are that are parodic. But but I see what you're saying. Like, Shaun of the Dead is not making fun of the genre of right. zombies. It is lovingly telling a zombie movie and knowing but, it from, and from knowing people it. who love zombie movies. Yeah, These are people yeah, who yeah. grew up loving Night of the Living Dead. That's why this movie works because it's not. It's not taking the piss out of zombie movies. Not at their expense. It's right. Just lovingly. But yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm just like, oh, wow. Zack Snyder <laughs> missed the point. Maybe we should do. <laughs> like 2004 Snyder. was wild. 2004 was a wild <laughs> yeah. year. Maybe we should do another Living Dead watch since it's, uh, uh, you know, it's not copyrighted anymore. We could actually do like a full-on riff tracks of it. Oh shit! Well, well, we'll talk. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, so that's that's 2004's Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Holy shit! Titty titty titty. Mm. Titties and loud musical montages. And I just don't understand. And down with the sickness. I don't, yeah, down with the sickness twice. Did not have Hallelujah in this one. Oddly enough, this was his his theatrical directorial debut. So he was not. He didn't have the clout to sneak Hallelujah in there somewhere. I He'd mean, only done commercials before then. Give it time, and that's when our our beloved, our beloved Snyderverse and Hallelujah become very prominent. Don't you think it's interesting that the only thing people hired Zack Snyder to direct before two thousand four were things with no real story and only like a few seconds to tell a visual story? It's like they knew that he had a visual eye, and they're like, you know, give me. Like they movie. knew what his skill set was and what the limitations. were. Yeah, good stuff, Zach. Love you. <laughs> I really don't think Zack Snyder is a bad person by any stretch. He just doesn't seem to understand themes the way I do, which is really just my personal opinion on things. But I don't know. He doesn't seem like a complete dick. He's but, no Joss Whedon. But the next movie, I think we're going to decide I think it's going to be Fott's pick. This was uh, your pick, Nick. That was so my pick, in yeah. two weeks, we'll, 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 we'll figure something out what we're going to watch. Uh, any, any leanings, font? Any idea? Uh, any movie? Yeah, yeah we're man. gonna watch a movie. 
Preferably something that maybe we haven't seen. Like again, start thinking about it. We'll figure this out. Yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. And uh, next week's gonna be you know just a, another regular podcast. Um, this has been an interesting discussion. <laughs> yeah, I had fun. This was good. I definitely, I definitely enjoy it. Um, if you're watching this uh, on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. You can listen to this uh, on audio. Through Spotify and everything else, you know, do all do all the things if you want to. Uh, with me, as always, has uh, fought. It, the man of this this week was the one who was the odd man out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have Mort, lovingly, uh, lovingly disagreeing with some things, but you know, we're 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 we're, we're it's okay. And of course, I'm Kittyman, and this has been just another uh, a, new, a new kind of you know departure for the OK Roundtable. But you know, I think I think a good one that we can do to break break things up, if not just you know. Yeah, tell us uh, tell us what you think. Uh, comments. Is there a movie? Yeah, is there a movie you'd want us you'd want us to fucking yeah. look at? Like, mm. what what do we need to analyze? Clearly, we can just uh, deconstruct. Yeah, I don't so. know. I, I'm thinking about making. You just watch a, an incredibly bad movie. I'm I mean, okay. What I do that for fun. Like we're 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 in. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye.